Welcome to Podcasts of Waterdeep. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk, the official Dungeons and Dragons podcast. To celebrate the launch of Waterdeep Dragon Heist, D&D asked Victoria Rogers from the Broadswords and Josh Peralt from Taking Initiative to create a special 10-episode story with a cross-section of the D&D live play community. Hopefully by listening to some of these episodes, you get jazzed about the possibility of storytelling within Waterdeep Dragon Heist and maybe find one or two new D&D podcasts to follow. To find out more about these groups and the Waterdeep Dragon Heist adventure book available in game stores now and everywhere, September 18th, head to dnd.wizards.com slash p-o-w-d or check out our live video programming on twitch.tv slash dnd. Here's a brief recap of what happened in the last episode. A huge horde of gold dragons was hidden in a vault somewhere in the city and every powerful figure in Waterdeep is trying to get it first. The vault was discovered under Bobbles and Such, a storefront by the Moonsphere near the Dancing Court in Waterdeep. But before adventurers representing the open lord of Waterdeep, Laryl Silverhand, could open it, Jarlaxle and the Bregan Diarth, with the help of Madame Benedicta, stopped the adventurers and stole the keys. If Jarlaxle is able to escape Waterdeep with the keys, there is no knowing what he could accomplish with them and the massive amount of gold to which they provide access. Have fun listening to this 10th and final episode of Podcast of Waterdeep, Dungeon Mastered by Aram Vartian, with special guests Celeste Konowich, Holly Conrad, Matthew Lillard, Josh Peralt, and Lauren Urban. Enjoy. My name is Aram Vartian. I identify as he, him, and welcome to Waterdeep. Uh, what would Fancy Boy and Beetle be doing on the average day? All right, well, Fancy Boy has his mage tower. He's probably tending to a, a local small town outside of Waterdeep. He might be the local wizard. He might do small errands or save cats from trees or things like that, which would really only take his wings, but he might use mage hand to be like, Fancy Magic! So he does. he also does, like... Vaguely impressive things for uh, for the locals because uh, he just likes being a wizard. He also ha- he has embroidered, embellished wizard robes and possibly even like a wizard's cap on his little feathery head. And he has manicured claws and is a very well put together Aarakocra. Fantastic. How about uh, Beetle? He is. Look, there's no doubt that he's either talking to a bard about his accomplishments because he feels like he's pretty amazing. Um, but it's definitely some kind of grandiose, self-satisfying moment. Like he's either in a bar trying to tell somebody about his adventures. He's Beetle the Great, so he like takes his time, sort of enjoying, um, enjoying creating his legend. It's like a full-time occupation. Outstanding. That's great. Okay, then let's say that Beetle is in the bar with you all. So you all are in this bar, and there is, I'm assuming, a halfling, right? Beetle's a halfling. Do I have that right? No. Dwarf. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, dwarf. So there's a there is a dwarf on stage just bragging his ass off. Zabby loves just learning information. Whether it's bad information or good, more information is good information. So Zabby is there, little gnome, like a bush of brown hair just kind of flopped around his head, uh, kicking his little feet on the bar stool, just eyes intent on what Beetle is saying. What is Beetle bragging about? What adventure is he talking about right oh, now? Oh, father, let me tell you. 
There was a time where I got my hands on an emerald crown, the crown of a lich demigod. And he's um he's actually pay, played he paid a loot player, and that loot player is kind of accompanying him. You see, the key about stealing things is you have to be light on your feet. You have to be able to curate magic. He's obsessed with magic. So he's telling everyone about how he stole this emerald lich crown. So well, you're telling the story like with it, music it, accompaniment like Henry Rollins or something. Yes, <laughs> Except word. on a lute. Real spoken word with somebody. They're both drunk beyond measure. They're both <laughs> stage they've kind of paid somebody to get up there it's raucous just kind of leaning against each other for support <laughs> yeah the times i can't tell you and then fancy boy you are fencing about let's say in the garden just outside of your yes of your uh tower looking for that one perfect flower that matches your plumage absolutely you hear a slight bell in the back of your head I know what this is. A moment later, you hear Lady Silverhand's voice. (gasps) You are needed. Please come quickly. And a blue door of energy appears to your right. (gasps) Lady Silverhand, right away! And he just just flies into the door, wings outstretched. You... Burst in, and Lady Silverhand is in front of a large table. And behind, and it's like covered in maps and papers and everything. And behind that is like this pegboard map where she has various color pieces of wood that have been put into this giant stone map. And they all seem to indicate fire or danger or water shortage or food, whatever's going on in the city. She's clearly watching all of it. And she turns to you, and there's fear in her eyes. I cannot explain, but the keys have been lost, and the keys must be found. Jar Axel has stolen them, and I need you to stop him. Well, that map looks like it's a little serial killery, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) We know he is in a carriage. We know not exactly where, but she points this map. He's coming through this area. It is a black carriage pulled by four steeds. Our soldiers are on the look at it, but they have not found it. They will all be slaughtered if you do not help them. He is too powerful. Please, please handle this for me. All right, he, he bows and he says, Lady Silverhand, as you know, I, Fancy Boy, am always at your service. Excellent. Good luck. And she gestures towards the uh, wall and another blue door opens. All right, I will gesture and go into any door you open next to me. And also that map is still a little weird. And then he just jumps in. All right. And you uh, emerge on a rooftop looking over a square where uh, the high road meets Snail Street. All right. He just is like clicking his talons together going, oh, yes, I know where I am. Perfect. Uh, Matt Beetle is on stage, and you hear a bell in the back of your head, and you know that's Lady Silverhand calling you. Oh, to witness magic is, is to be close to God. Watch and behold, spread the legend of Beetle, the great, and he stumbles back and falls into the into the vortex. 
you see a blue door open behind a beetle, him exclaim this, and then stumble back and vanish. Oh, I, thank God. I, I <laughs> grab Kwai and it is old, and I go, holy shit. Did you see that? And Kwai, like, his, he is a an Aarakocra. He's got these bright red feathers. He's been actually listening to all of these stories because he's he's trying to pick up if, if this guy might know something of some of the stuff that he's looking for. As he watches this, his feathers ruffle, and he's like, I was about to go and talk to him. Well, you missed it. Azolda's not been paying attention. She's deep in the third elven disappointing vintage she has ordered. All right, uh, Matt, then, then, then Beetle and Kwai literally step out of portals next to each other on this rooftop overlooking this square. Uh, Beetle and Fancy Boy or Beetle sorry, and Kwai? Sorry, sorry, Beetle and Fancy Boy. About, so this took a turn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Fancy Boy, fancy meeting you here. Yes, hello. I Let me tell you, we were summoned by Lady Silverhand, who is the most important, wonderful person here in Waterdeep, and we must save the keys. I don't know what the keys are. She had this weird serial killer map. I don't know. It was weird. But let's go, because Jarlaxle is evil, and I do know that. Is there, if there's a bounty in it, I'm in. I, she did. I mean, maybe. Did she say <laughs> She's <that>? rich. <laughs> she always pays very well. This I Yes. Yes, there is a bounty, but truly we must do it for the greater good. Why don't you guys roll perception for me? I'm sorry that Fancy Boy is such a disaster. Just, I, <laughs> We're not. I got a 20. Your incredibly sharp eagle-like eyes. You're just scanning this whole area because you're told to look for a black carriage with four steeds and bam, right there it is. It is powering down Snail Street towards you. All right. Um, he'll look at the compatriots, including Small Friend, who is the dwarf now. He has no name, just Small Friend. Small Friend, we must go stop this carriage. May I take you in my talons? Aye. (laughs) 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 So I'm I'm gonna grab Beetle. How tall are you? And fly off. What are you? you? you... I'm an Aarakocra, so I'm like a bird person. With wings. That's super freaky. All right, I like, yeah. I like that. There's two of us, so you're, you're faced with two of these monstrosities. <laughs> All right, so you just wrap your talons yes. underneath Beetle's arms and just take off? Yeah, and I All say, right, follow, excellent. friends! Right. You soar into the air. There's gas from the crowd around you. They haven't, they've seen a lot, but probably not this. And you start sailing towards this carriage. Because you rolled a 20 and because your eyes are so sharp, you notice as you're flying towards them, a pair of drow on rooftops around you kind of emerge from behind walls and point pistols at you. All right, am I above the carriage or not? You are about, let's say, 500 feet away. Okay. Because you spot them real early. Got it. Okay, let me check what I would like to do. Well, she's checking that. Are we there or are the three of us still in the... Okay. The three of you are still in the bar. Exactly. All right. Uh. We just watch them disappear and are like, well, I don't know what's going on. Was that part of the act? Long slurp. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and cast Featherfall. Feather. On my, on the, my small friend in my talons and try and throw him towards the carriage and be like, good luck. And hopefully he'll just, like, his little feet will get him there. I would like you to roll an athletics. Um, that's... Well, actually, not really. Eric Croker are pretty... Uh, oh. 
That's a 11. Beetle, you are just let go. You are basically kind of thrown <laughs> in the general direction of a carriage. I don't even know if she told you, if if Fancy Boy told you it was the carriage. So what are you doing as you're falling slowly? I mean, he might have yelled, there's the carriage. It's, it's, it's danger. <laughs> for, for sure. Uh, let me just say real quick. This is the weirdest thing that's ever happened to Beetle. And he's been through the, he's been through the worst. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I was drunk telling the world how amazing I was. Then I jumped in a portal, and now I'm being thrown and feather falling, correct? Yes. Obviously, I find this very exhilarating. And I laugh in glee because I, I, I like battle. <laughs> and as I'm falling, I'll cast an invisibility on my. First of all, does it look like I'm going to make the fall? Roll me a dexterity save. It's not a great moment for me. Um, I had 10. You're going to make it, but like just in front. So you're going to land in front of the carriage. Okay. Um, so I'm going to land in front of the carriage. How far? In fr- so let's say 50 feet. Oh, uh, okay. All right, good. Okay. I'm going to cast invisibility as I'm falling. As it approaches, I'm going to make an attempt to. To jump on the ho- to get on this damn carriage. I don't know what I'm supposed to do on the carriage. I don't know if I'm supposed to kill someone. I don't know if I'm supposed to have a conversation with someone. But I know I'm supposed to be on the carriage. So I'm going to land, immediately try to get my balance because I'm a little hammered. I think I should be rolling a disadvantage for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to make the best damn attempt I can to swing up and jump on top of that horse. I'm the most agile dwarf you've ever seen. The rest of you who are in the bar, this is what happens. You hear gunshots go off, a pair of them from either side of the street. A moment later, there's a big clump of dust, but you don't see anything that's happening, and you're seeing a carriage run down the street at breakneck speed. Uh, I stopped like the 17th time I've been hitting his old just to look to see what happened. Uh, what? With the portal. <laughs> and then I stop that. I turn to the door. I pat her on the other side and now point to go, uh, something's going on outside. Oh. Oh, yes. This is what we were waiting for. Of course. Yes. It was? <laughs> yes. Yes? Faint okay. and all that. Let's go. Oh. And- Kawhi has no idea what's going on, but if this is what we've been waiting for, uh, he's going to use all of his movement, and he's going to get outside as quickly as possible. You don't know what Isolde is talking about. She has a weird thing. She's a cleric of fate, so from time to time she'll just say, oh, yes, or no, or we have to wait, or, you know, ask again later. Kawhi takes Um, her completely literally (laughs) and trusts her enough that he goes, okay, and... (laughs) Yeah, he can fly up to 70 feet in, in, a, in a... So, yeah, he's outside already. He was outside Easily. yesterday. All right, so you guys are bursting out the door as Fancy Boy. When you let go, you kind of fly up a little bit, right? Because you've released the weight. Those bullets sail just underneath you. What are you doing? All right, they sail just underneath me. All right, and have I seen Beetle go invisible? Yes, you would definitely have seen that. I was like, huh? He's not a very good hero. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll uh, die. I'll, I'll try and position myself above that carriage if I could. Yeah, and I'm going to cast uh, flame arrows at fourth level on the on the carriage. Excellent. Just on the carriage itself, like kind of through the top yes, of it? Yes, I want to catch it on fire. Awesome. Uh, how did, did you have to roll a hit or they just hit? Um, I, they, they just hit. If I cast it at fourth, 
the number of pieces of ammunition you can affect with this. Oh, wait, do I have to use ammunition? Oh, no, I have to use ammunition. Just just kidding. Sorry. I have to use ammunition. I haven't used that one before. So I'm just going to go ahead and use lightning bolt and hit the carriage. <laughs> well, that will do it. Uh, yeah. I, does, the, what, does the carriage get a saving throw? What do I do for Dex that? 14 for that carriage. All right. I'll do it with the, uh, I'll just do it with the horses. Rips a hole straight through the top of it. Just this bolt of energy crackles out. All of your feathers stand on end. And there's this giant hole in the center of this uh, carriage now, which you all saw, by the way, this crack of lightning just come down. You can see through the top of it, and you see Jaraxle just glare back at you. And there's also a woman next to him in this ridiculous cocktail address who is just panicking and screaming as the carriage continues to run. I'd also like to look at Jarlaxle and be like, your hat isn't that fancy. Beetle, it's coming right at you. So somebody just dropped me in front of a moving carriage. <laughs> yes. A lightning bolt, which I assume is dangerously close to me, correct? Yes. You felt the hairs in the back of your neck stand up. This is, I, I go back to, this is a peculiar situation. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm now I'm an understanding I'm supposed to be stopping this thing. So first of all, I'd like to jump on the back of the horse, right? So I'm on, I'm a, my goal, my action was to jump on the back of the horse. Okay. So I rolled an 18, I have seven, so it's a 25. Describe your action. So it's amazing, actually. I'm like kind of drunk, and as I see the horse coming, I go to fall down as it rolls over me. I grab it by the bridle thingy and swing back up, which nobody sees because I'm completely invisible. <laughs> completely invisible. Oh, they just see a horse kind of dip for a second and come back up, but no one thinks a thing about it. In the back of my mind, I try to remember this moment to sing a song about it because it's pretty badass. Out the horse, I'm going to stop this carriage. As it's pulling it, I'm going to stop the carriage. I would like you to roll strength. Strength is what I'm going to roll. Okay, so I don't stop the carriage. Okay. <laughs> In fact, as, as a natural one, I'm so oh. natural one, I'm so excited about what I've just pulled off that I accidentally, accidentally probably start kicking the horse to go faster. <laughs> it takes off. The three of you have just seen a lightning bolt crack through this thing, and the horses are just bolting it. Give me a perception roll. Whoever's out first, so that would be probably Kwai. Yeah, definitely not me. I have little tiny stubby feet. Perception is going to be a 15. As you're bursting out, are you taking to the air? Well, I was going to say, if I come out and see this lightning bolt, do I see fancy boy. That's what I was having your role for. Absolutely. Okay. You spot another Aarakocra in the sky. Do I know who that is? Uh, would you guys know each other? I don't know if... I mean, like, I don't want to say all Aarakocra know each other. Okay. Yeah, he's pretty famous, <laughs> okay. but I'm, I'm pretty know. new in town. Okay, so I'm going to turn to my companions and say, someone is attacking that carriage. You help them. I will go after the attacker. And I'm going to I'm just going to barrel my way up straight towards her. On it! <laughs> well, I have to say, Fancy Boy does not look like an attacker. <laughs> Quite does. Like, yeah, he looks like a, a foppish mage who's flying around saying crazy bullshit. <laughs> Whereas Kwai is in like a utilitarian monk outfit. As he goes to fly, he's going to grab the hilt of his sun sword, which flares into existence. <laughs> And he'll scream at you in, in Orin, because I don't know if he can reach you before the end of his turn, but he'll 
he'll be screaming at you and be like, stand down and explain yourself. <laughs> oh, in, in the Aarakocra language. Yeah, because right. he recognizes it. Of course. He's like, yeah. why? <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's go ahead and roll for initiative. No, oh, no. We're attacking each other already. Kawhi <laughs> <laughs> doesn't know what's going on. 22. 17 for me. I also got a 17. 17. Which one of you has the best uh, AC? I'm sorry, the best uh, dex. Oh, the, mine. It's 20. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Azold <laughs> uh, has a, an outstanding 8. Azold still doesn't give a fuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> and Fancy Boy got a what? Uh, 15 for Fancy Boy. Okay. Beetle, what are you doing? I'm still trying to figure out how imperative. Let me. Okay, so I can't stop the horse as it's flying along. Do I sense any danger on the road coming forward? There is a watermelon cart uh, pusher. She's probably about 80. She's been doing this a long time, and she is just creeping her watermelon cart across right in front of the carriage. Two days before retirement. Mm -hmm. Oh, my. (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm going to cast. Illusion in front of the horses, in front of that woman of a wall, right? So I'm ca- I'll cast as I, I'm an illusionist. I'm a deep illusionist. I'll cast like a minor illusion of a wall so that the horses stop. All right, the horses buy it. Let me see what yes. happens now. Okay, the horses buy it, but they're dexterous, so they dive off the side road and go down a smaller road to the right. People are jumping out of the way and running. Melon cart lady doesn't pay any attention. Quietly keeps pushing her cart. Bless her little soul. She's has no idea how much she owes me for that. I will, um, so if so that's my if that's my action, can I do a move action? Can I try to stop these damn horses again as part of my move action on the strength check? Absolutely. Roll me a strength. Fifteen. I got a seventeen. So those horses are just barreling on. They are strong. I am the most useless player in this game. I apologize to all of you. You <laughs> saved Melon Cart Lady. Everyone loves Melon Cart Lady. She's the melon. The melon. The next one is Kwai. Well, I'm going to continue to barrel towards this potentially enemy Aarakocra. I will stop when I am in melee range. I say that when you move, you are close enough to take an action. Well, I will, because Kwai's smart enough to know he he thinks he can talk anybody down. So he's going to get within melee and hold up his sun sword and be as threatening as possible and say, stand down and explain yourself. Roll intimidation. Fancy boy just swings like <laughs> That'd be a nine. Okay. So Fancy Boy, how would you react to this? If he sees he sees another Aarakocra and he's like, Oh, hello, b- brethren and hero, seeing from your armor. Uh, this carriage has been stole has things have been stolen from Lady Silverhand. Uh, looks like you may put that sword to use. Please direct it towards Jarlaxle down there with the fancy hat. Would I know who Jarlaxle is? Mm, I would say yes, because he likes to be known. Jaraxel's one of those guys that's going to vamp. So, yeah, you know who Jaraxel is. Okay. And if I look down, do I, do, I see the, do I see the fop? Yeah. So okay. as you're looking down, that wall appears. You see the wagon take a sharp turn, go on two wheels that barrels down a side road, and you just catch the top of his hat and a feather and a glare of hate from him. 
Oh, jeez. Wow, he hates me already. This is exciting. Um, he hates everyone. To I'll... be fair, yeah, he hates everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I have only just met him, and now he already hates me. Uh, okay, uh, greetings. It is good to meet you. I'm glad that we have had this talk. And he'll dive bomb back down towards the carriage because that's what he does. He's Yay! Just... Please he... go, smash friend. I will, and I don't know how far away this carriage is. That's going to will... be your full action, but you'll get there on the next round. Excellent. Zabi, what's up? Uh, so I'm going to go <laughs> right out the bar. I'm going to, with my little tiny feet, I'm going to look around, and what do I see out the door? As soon as you leave the bar, this carriage just blasts right past you. Whoa. And you've seen your friend fly up into the air, sword drawn, and another Aarakrocker descend, but they're talking. Kwai, why are you just talking? What's going on? What do I do? Too high to hear you. Too much noise uh, in the street. Uh, do I see the carriage off to the right? Oh, yeah, it's just it's barreling down the road. And then you see this wall just appear out of nothing. It take a sharp turn and go to the left and kind of a little bit more south. Uh, I am going to uh, use my action to dash towards that way. I'm just screaming up and over to his old and go, I don't know what I don't. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know and then I just I, I don't know who to attack. So I'm going to. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna keep on running towards the cart. Okay, so you're just running and screaming and flailing your With arms. With my hands blatantly up in the air, like shaking, like, I don't know. I just don't know. Fancy boy. So I'm looking at Jarl Axel. I've insulted his hat. Yes, you have. <laughs> I just wanna, I just wanna reiterate He's that. not pleased, he likes his hat. <laughs> I know he does, but you know, a hater's gonna hate. I would like to cast sleep on the people in the cart. Okay, you'd like to cast sleep on the people inside the carriage. Okay, roll. Uh, that is a hit point thing, right? It is. I'm casting it at third level, so uh, roll a 5d8. The total is how many hit points of the creatures this spell can affect. Creatures with, within 20 feet of a point you choose, so 20 feet around the carriage, are affected. Okay, roll me a 5d8. Is that... Am I making a save here? It's going to hit other things before you. Okay, good including the horses. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, I kind of wanted it to hit the horses as well. And it looks like it's actually 98 because you're casting at third level, so it's 2d8 plus oh. each additional level. Okay, so that's 37. So you cast it directly on the carriage, so it hits the, it hits the carriage first. You see the woman in red slump over and fall into Draxel's lap, and he just, like pushes her off <laughs> onto the no floor. No familiarity there. And you see him pulling out his own pistol. Oh. What about the horses? Are they still awake? No, that was all of it. It all went to her. All right. Well, I mean, at least I've inconvenienced him, so. <laughs> yes, you have. You've annoyed him. Well done. Yeah, good. Now take that! <laughs> so at that point, both of the drow on the rooftop fire. Uh, both of them are going to fire at the era Krakra because they see them as the biggest threat. So Which one? Well, one out, one on each. So is a 17 going to hit Kwai? No. All right. So you just, a bullet flies through, just kind of nicks a feather, but doesn't hit you because you're so fast. I'm just like, oh, so, so impressive. 22 on Fancy Boy. Of course. Fancy Boy is a wizard. Kwai flies out of the way just in time, but that bullet strikes you, and you ah. take 11 points of damage as it no. bites into your left shoulder. Ah! I act way more dramatic than it is. I am sorry. I should have caught that. 
it's barely a flesh wound, but Quiet is like, oh. oh yeah, I'm just like, oh, my my shoulder, it's so beautiful. Aram, am I seeing this happen with the drow shooting the Arakakra, including my friend? You can see them on the rooftop because they've had to step over the edges in order to get their shots. You can see both of them. I have discovered the bad guys. <laughs> yes, you have. <laughs> and then uh-huh. the last shot is going to come from Jaraxel. You're diving towards him, right, Kwai? Yep. All right, Jaraxel's going to fire at you. I'm pretty sure a 23 is going to hit you. It is, but... Uh, tell me the damage. I would like to ca- try to catch that bullet. Ooh. I'm gonna try. The damage is going to be 13. Okay, so it's a d10 plus my dexterity modifier plus my monk level. So let's see. Five, 10, 15. So that's a 16. Describe how you catch or deflect this bullet. Nice! <laughs> cool. So I'm flying through the air. I'm diving down at this guy who you know, sure, I'll trust this Aarakocra. I, I heard Jalasso's a bad guy. He points this thing at me. This tiny little bullet comes out, and I, I don't catch it as much as I use the momentum to, like, grab it out of the air. I'm going to spin around. I'm going to chuck it back at him. Because yes. I can do that. Roll to hit. Plus nine. Uh, that's a 14. I don't think that hits him. It does not, but it enters the carriage and lands on the floor right between his legs. Just for a second, you see shock in Jaraxel's face before it returns to hatred. I, I was going to tell this guy to stand down, but he just shot at me. So, nope, nope, now I'm all in. Isolde, you're up. Okay, all right, uh, great. So I, I just come running out and I see my, uh, my novish companion just take off down the street kind of get a sense of the situation up here. Uh, I'm just going to take off after him and go ahead and throw a message spell uh, over to Kwai and be like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) Kwai, you can reply with 25 words or less. Jarlaxle is a bad guy and he just tried to shoot at me, but I just threw the bullet back at him because I am awesome. That gives me no information. I'm, I'm just like, ah, and like running as fast as right. I can. After so you're the both gnome. kind of sprinting after the carriage. I would like you to roll perception. Can I help Isolde point out the enemy since I am running with her? Yeah, Isolde, roll with advantage. More than li- likely, your feet are going right past mine. I just... Nice. That will be a 23. You don't know what the hell's going on, but you're given the right information, and you see the drow, you get the carriage, you see the Aarakrocker diving back down. You're like, okay, okay, it's the carriage and these drow. I uh, got it. Uh, we're, we're caught up. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be yelling that screaming at the top of my lungs to, uh, to Zabby to try and explain this as we're running. We're going to go back to the top of the round and beetle. So I'm going to roll back off the back of this horse, and I'm going to jump into the carriage next to Jarlaxle, I'd like to appear, and I want the axe right at his throat, and I'm going to say to him clear as day, there's only one choice you have. Stop this cart now, or else pay the ultimate price. I've always loved your hat, and I love your style, <laughs> but you've met your match. Stop the damn horses. I would like an athletics roll. Alright, athletics first. I'm really agile. It's just not going well right now. I rolled a three. I've, um... Oh, no. Athletics, is that what it is? So, an eight. Okay, so you do roll off the back of the horse. I do have feather fall going, by the way. Oh, perfect, right. Well, then I need a dexterity save. So that's 20, uh, 23. 
So you roll off the back of the horse, but you won't quite make the wagon. Fortunately, you've got Featherfall, so now you're gripping onto the side of the wagon with your feet kind of flying in the air, still invisible, holding on right there. This is the worst adventure I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Completely useless. And, I'll, uh, and I'm, I'm going to chalk it up to being drunk. So I'm going to, I will now, I will take the rest of the turn in that position. My next position, my next turn, I will put the uh, axe in the store. Beetle kind of like edges his fingers along the side. And up towards the top as I flop along. Up towards the top. I'm going to jump in and he will be my prisoner in a matter of days. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then next up is going to be Kwai. Who is actually driving these horses or are they just bolting? They're just two people in a carriage. There's no one on top whatsoever. So it looks like the horses are driving themselves. You're not really sure, actually. Okay. Roll a perception roll now that you're thinking about it. Uh, is it 14? There's a little bit of a glimmer off of the ropes and reins that hold the horses in. Just a little bit of a magical shine. So it's the ropes and the reins, but would like the wooden part that actually the horses hitch up to, to to run the cart, does that maybe look magical or does that look like something? They run back and then through two holes into the carriage itself. All right. So for a moment, Kwai considers just cutting the horses loose and then goes back to his original plan, which was, nope, I've been told that Jarlaxle is in there and he's a bad guy. I'm just going to go after him. So I'm going to dive straight through the hole, land, uh, and this guy shot at me, so I'm just going to attack him. <laughs> yes, be a hero! Sun sword, here's my first attack. Whoa, that's a 14. That's not going to hit. Here, we'll try this again. Uh, that would be a 21. Okay. Well, you dive through this hole, and you just, at the last second, throw out your wings and just drop as you close them in. So it's a, it's like you, you kind of fly down, pop back up, and then drop through this hole. You swing with your sword once. You swing with your sword twice, but... He's so fast. You've never seen anyone so fast. And both hits just sink into this, like, rich, velvety leather behind him. I'm sorry. Did you say a 21 didn't hit? 21 did not hit Draxel. Yeah. All right. I will will give him a slight nod, and I will say, impressive. And I'm going to use a key point and patient defense in front of his face. That is probably sparse. Yeah. Zabi. Uh, now knowing the situation and seeing what's going on, I see Kwai, and I know Kwai has this without any problem <laughs> whatsoever. Totally. Thanks, buddy. So I look up, and I see the drow, and I go, mm, nope. And I cast telekinesis at one of them. Try to move a huge or smaller creature, make an ability check with your spellcasting ability, contested by the creature's strength check. Beat a seven. <laughs> uh, I rolled a seven plus 11, so that's an 18. Nice! So there is a drow that's pointing a pistol right at you and all of a sudden is lifted into the air and is looking around. What do you do? So uh, I cast this using my Wand of the War Mage plus two. So it's a very fancy looking wand, like black with blue streaks through it. And as I cast it, you see the blue light out from the back go up towards the tip is right out. It grabs him. And then I just lift. How high is he now? 
He's about three stories in the air. Okay, so I lift him 25 feet up because I can't go above 60 feet. Oh. And then I'm just going to leave him there restrained until my next turn. <laughs> and I'm just going to keep on running. All right, you just keep on running. Fancy boy. Oh, Fancy Boy has seen this wonderful brethren going and attacking and so fancy. Everyone's doing such a good job. Um, he tells them they all did a great job. He's like, good job, heroes. As a wizard myself, do I know of Fancy Boy? Uh, you know what? Go ahead and roll me a history. I would say he's well known in his small parish. Um, that's a 22 history. Oh, yeah, you know you've read about Fancy Boy. Fancy Boy's been on a few magazine covers. Yes. As, he, as Zabby's running with the wand up and running, I see and hear this, and you just hear Zabby do the slow motion, like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> Fancy oh, yes. Boy. <laughs> you've seen me on that cover of Wizard Weekly that one time. I Fancy have. Boy pauses midair, just kind <laughs> of poses, and then drops You see me again. nod, he like, vogues, yes. if you will. <laughs> <laughs> what is Fancy Boy doing? So the carriage, has it stopped? No, no it is it's still booking. Going. <laughs> There's been several attempts. It's still going. Okay, well, Fancy Boy is like looks down, is like, has it stopped? Oh, I see it hasn't. <laughs> He's gonna cast a fifth level lightning bolt. You see that there's an Aarakocra, your little friend who has landed inside the carriage. That's right. Well, I was going to kill the horses, but Fancy Boy likes animals, so he's not going to do that. Um, He's going to use a... We get yelled at. We do get yelled at, yes. He's going to use a Bigby's hand on Jarlaxle. The hand is an object that has an AC 20 and hit points equal to your hit point maximum. It drops zero, blah, blah, blah. When you cast a spell and as a bonus action on your subsequent turns, you can move the hand up to 60 feet. So pretty much just I just create a hand, and I can do any of the Bigby's hand when I create the hand. They're not different spells anymore. I thought they were different spells, but they're not. I'm actually going to cast a Bigby's interposing hand. And the hand interposes itself between you and a creature, which actually I'm going to use the hand to interpose itself between the carriage and the continuing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, or forceful. Actually, it might be forceful hand because it is like a force. Yeah, it's a strength context to stop the carriage. Yeah. So I would like you to roll strength and I'll roll the strength of the horses, I suppose. Yes. I got a 19. So that's 23 for Big B's hand. Nice. Nice. Yes. It's a talon just because I'm an air cocra. <laughs> of course. <laughs> This giant spectral talon that clamps around the carriage. The reins snap on the horses. They fall and stumble and continue running as the hand kind of digs, as the, sorry, as the talon kind of digs into the ground and the whole carriage kind of rocks to a halt. Beetle, I'm going to need you to roll strength. God bless it. <laughs> this has not been your day. I want you to know you can roll so many other things than strength. <laughs> I rolled a uh, a two and I got a three. Oh, real quick, can I say that I have uh, I still have feather fall going? You're thrown off the wagon, but you land perfectly on your feet. <laughs> <laughs> As for my dexterity saving throw, it's a sixteen. Okay, so you are able to brace yourself. You kind of crack your head against the back of the wagon as it slows down, but it's all very padded and comfortable, of course. (laughs) So you are now faced off against him directly. After Fancy Boy, it is the drow. 
Draxel looks straight at you, Kwai, and says, This is unfortunate. Clamps a hand around his chest where there's like this kind of weird feather token, right? And there's like these little bursts of berries. He crushes it in his hand. You see the berry juice run through it. All of a sudden, there's an incredible force of energy that smashes you through the front of the carriage, rips it open, and then slams down. And Jaraxel and this woman that he's with in this ridiculous cocktail uh, dress are now inside a force cage. Isolde, does a 22 hit you? Yes, unfortunately. You take eight points of damage as a bullet rips across your back. Ah. And Zabi, 14. Uh, That will hit. However, I'm going to use my reaction to cast shield. And just go, nope. And I cast a shield up. As soon as I do that as well, the, sh- the my AC bumps to 17, and you see with the shield, it starts to scatter and break apart and start to surround me as my arcane ward forms. It forms wow. just in time. This bullet is an inch from your forehead, and then just bing, 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 nope. bing, bing, falls harmlessly to the ground. So I'm mad because uh, this guy shot me, and I'm like... You and I turn around and I point and I'm gonna do a firebolt at the one who's not restrained. Yep, eighteen plus nine will be a twenty-seven. That's nah, gonna do it, yeah. Fourteen damage. Oh, and he rolled a one. You yes. light this drow up, right? He flails for a minute. He was just on the edge and goes right over, cracks into the ground. You hear this real sickening kind of wet bone snap, and he's not moving. How dare you shoot me? (laughs) And she's like, brushes off her coat, and then unceremoniously continues to run after the carriage. At this point, you have seen the carriage explode and this kind of weird, like, energy safe land and just kind of slide to a stop. And the next one up is we're back to the top of the round. So, Beetle, what are you doing? You've just landed elegantly, right? About 50 feet in front of this thing, and you see this force cage just roll to a stop right in front of you. Is he preparing anything? I mean, it, first of all, is the cage have, like, cage, like there are, there are slots in the cage, right? Or is it just like an orb of energy? Think of it like it literally looks like a safe, but you can see through it. Right, it's just formed okay. of magical energy. He is the the woman is still unconscious. He is simply standing there with his fingers locked in front of him, and then he closes okay. his eyes and he seems to be focusing. Oh, this is so bad. Um, and I don't really know or care about anyone I'm traveling with right now, and I'm invisible. So look, I'm going to get to a place where. He could probably see invisibility at his level, but I'm going to get to a place where I am behind him. And if that for, if that shield should fall, I have an opportunity to back attack and or take an action. But right now, I'm going to take my move action to get to a position where I can do some damage, and I'm going to hold off. It's incredibly easy for you. You just go right around this cage, and you can see through it. You expect him to be able to see you. You're staring at the side of his head as you're walking around. He doesn't even flinch. You've got that blade out, and you're ready. He hasn't moved an inch. Okay, so I'm going to wait and see what happens. I, I, I feel like there's nothing for me to do right now, and if my job was to stop him, he stopped. Perfect. Absolutely. Okay. Kwai, you're up. You've seen this cage roll to a halt. 
But I don't see Beetle. He's still no. invisible. Correct. All right. Um, so I, I'm going to stand in front of this thing. I, I think I know enough to know I can't get through it. But um, give me an Arcana. Sure. That's going to go really well. Ah, it's an 18. I actually rolled really well. You've actually seen this before. You're surprised. It was used because there were some griffins attacking one of the roosts that you uh, are known to protect. And they used these force cages to hold them while they interrogated them. There was really no other way to control them. And you've seen it before. And you know that you can't get in and he can't get out. At this point, I'm not even going to bother addressing him, but I will I will stand there, wings outstretched, sword ready, and I'll look back up at my arrow cooker friend, and I'm going to say, He is stopped! I do not know what you want me to do next! <laughs> and I'm going to hold my action until he's available for me to hit. Zabi, you are just huffing and puffing, and you will catch up to this on this round, so what do you want to do? Oh, hi! So as I'm walking, I still have my finger up and pointing to the one over there, just kind of having there. And then my other hand finally comes down as my shield dissipates, where you still see a like a dark and light blue shimmer of weird energy around me. And my eyes, which are normally very brown, have hints of blue just traveling through. And I look past Kwai at the force cage, and I go, do you want to have Adam? I am useless in this current state. Cool. So I just, I'm not going to use my action to continue my telekinesis, so that guy falls 60 feet. And crack, that guy's dead. Uh, I still have it concentra- I still have it on concentration, so I can use it later. However, that is not the spell I'm using. What I am going to cast is Dispel Magic. Um, actually, you don't have to roll, because that doesn't work for the spell. So you reach out and cast Dispel Magic, and it just, like, it's a dead zone. You can't do anything. There's nothing there. You know it's magical. You can feel it radiating, radiating off, but the spell magic does nothing to a force cage. Does he blend? I mean, does he even, like, acknowledge? Has it moved an inch? So after I do that, and I cast the wand, and it hits it and just hits nothing, I go, well, you can have Adam when he when he gets out. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can be patient. Uh, and I think that's all that I have because I don't want to use any other bonus action. So I'm just going to walk and kind kind of bummed out because I enjoy that spell and it didn't work. Fancy boy. Are they still in the force cage? They are in the force cage. Uh, you do not see uh, Beetle, but you have seen Kwai like being thrown out and land in front of it. And you've also seen there are two people running up behind it now as well. And also okay. Zabby cast a spell magic and did not work correct you might not have known what he did he kind of pointed a wand at it and just nothing happened okay are they the drow that are wandering up behind them both are dead okay so this is not concentration but i'm going so is my hand still there i think it is oh yeah it's definitely still there so it is like on the edge of the force cage holding on and you can see like this crackling energy as they kind of fight against each other like if you're pointing the wrong okay. two magnets towards each other it's hard it's hard to hold it all right, yes, and that is a concentration spell. So I'm going to use the grasping part of that hand to grab one of the other uh, threats coming towards the carriage. Uh, that would either be Zavi or uh, Isolde. Which one do you want to oh, grab? Oh, no, I, well, is, would I consider their posture threatening? 
Uh, no. I mean, they look just to be two people. I mean, they're not drow. They're just running behind it. I mean, you're not sure what their motivations are, but you wouldn't expect them to be connected. Okay, if I don't know their motivations, and these and Jarlaxle and Past Out Girl are both in the cage, I'm gonna put the hand in front of them and be like, "Stop, citizens!" You probably would have heard me and uh, Zabby having a moment because he would have yelled out to me about. He would have yelled out, "Do you want at him?" And Kwai would have been, "I'm useless in this situation." So you might have heard us talking, maybe. Okay. This old does have pretty serious resting bitch face, so that might be intimidating. <laughs> I don't know. Fancy boy. <laughs> is 100% a terrible listener. So he's still just like, stop, citizens! We must assuage these attackers. Excellent. Are you doing anything else? Uh, no, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ready that action and just hold that because we have them in a cage, so we're yep. fine. All right, perfect. Isolde. Okay, so now there's a big hand in front of me? Yeah, so there's like this, well, actually, there's this giant hand grasped around the, did, I, I, I'm a, sorry, fancy boy, did, did you lift up this hand? to motion to them or are you keeping it grasped around the cage um can I just like you know like point yeah yeah like one <laughs> finger can come just, off and just kind of do this yeah thing. just yeah. like 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 he's holding the holding the thing it's like stop just yeah like one finger yeah. one yeah. second uh, one uh, moment uh, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah exactly absolutely is there anything else you want to do no, no, I, I've, I've said my piece. I'm just, we've, we've assuaged or we've assailed these escape this, this Jarlaxle and his compatriot. So clearly, we've done what Lady Silverhand wants. I'm just waiting. You followed orders. You, yeah. you stopped them. Isolde, yes. what do you want to do? Okay, Isolde is just looking at this mess. Uh, not quite sure what to do here. So uh, she's just gonna go ahead and give everybody a little a little boost here. And so she's gonna pull. Uh, it looks like a, just a sewing pin out and drop it, and says, "By the power of what will be," and cast bless on uh, Kwai and Zabi and I guess uh, other Aarakroak, right? Even though they're doing a rude finger gesture. Thank you. <laughs> so you all get. It is not the middle finger. <laughs> I'm just like. It's the I pointer. Don't know, maybe they know each. I, who knows? Uh, so you get a D4 to attacks and saves. Thank you, Isolde. As you drop this silver pin, it kind of spirals, and this little bit of silver energy of threading comes around it and then fires out to all of you, and you feel this sense of purpose and strength going forward. Nice. And after Isolde, it is going to be the drow, because I missed them. Draxel's been standing there the entire time, fingers enlaced, eyes closed. And all of a sudden, they snap open, rolling with silver, crackling with energy. And you hear a zoom, zoom, zoom. Holy shit! ground is shaking all around you. Okay, that's exciting. I just feel the ground shake. I, you just I, feel the ground shake around you, and we're back at Beetle. What is happening? Is it just around me, or is it around him, too? Everything. Windows are shaking. There's people running to hold things on top of their carts. There's people stumbling in the streets, and there's a cloud of dust coming from the north. So he's called something. 
So uh, before I get out of here, because I really don't care about any of this, I'm going to jump into his carriage and rifle through it to see if I can find anything of value. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> nice. I mean, the whole thing is just split open like an oyster. So it's just all laid out there. And nobody's paying attention to me. This is a perfect opportunity to be an opportunistic. We don't even know you're there. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Roll me an investigation. Oh, yeah. Come on, son of a... I got new dice. If they don't roll well, I'm throwing them away. <laughs> All right, 15. So plus, plus 10, so it's 25. Oh, nice. yeah. <laughs> so you're used to this. You're used to coming up on the scene of a disaster and stealing all the shit you can get your hands on. You're just kind of rifling through and rifling through. You find 26 gold. You find this elaborate ruby bracelet that just seems absurd, but you can definitely hawk that. You find this really intricate ceremonial drow dagger that is definitely humming with magical energy. And then you find this piece of paper. And this piece of paper has a bunch of notes. Uh, do you speak undercommon? No. No, okay. So it's got a bunch of notes that you can't read, but it's also got drawings. There's drawings of bagpipes and there's drawings of this other item. And there's a drawing of apparently the woman that fell asleep in his carriage. And there's the word keys written in common and underlined three times. Keys? I will, I will pilfer that like no one's business. Yep. Shunk, shunk, shunk. I will take all of the above. Um, and I will, I think that's probably my whole action. Yes. Yeah, totally. Cause you just had to rummage through all of it, but you got a lot of good, got a lot of good shit. Yeah, I tell nobody ever. All yours. All right, good deal. And the next one's going to be Kwai. All right, ground is shaking. And there's this like burst of dust that's coming from like maybe 200 feet to the north. Actually, probably about 500 feet because you can't quite see over the rooftops of the buildings yet. You don't know what it is, but you can definitely see whatever it's blowing up. Okay, how tall are the rooftops of the buildings? Right now, uh, four, uh, four stories in the direction you're looking, three stories behind you. Okay, well, uh, so in the direction of the thooming and the dusting, I would like to fly straight up. I got 70 feet worth of movement. Uh, what When I get just over the tops of the buildings, what do I see? Kwai leaps into the air. Huge wings expand as she just... Whoa, sorry, as he just whoom against the ground and soars elegantly into the air. You throw your wings open to hover for just a moment before you fall and you see a statue larger than anything you've ever seen in your life. Shield in hand, sword clutched in the other, ripping through the streets as it storms towards you. You estimate it'll be here in one round. Two rounds. You estimate it'll be here in two rounds. I was really hoping it, I was really hoping it wasn't that. I was hoping it was something else. That is what it is. Kwai takes a half a second to be impressed. And then he'll he'll call down to everybody below him and say, I recognize this statue, right? You know it is the Honorable Knight. Okay, all right. The Honorable Knight is on the move. I believe it's coming our way. Everyone will a history roll. Everyone who, who gets above 12 knows what that is. Uh, I'm also from Waterdeep. You automatically know what that is. All right, I got a, a like a 19. You know what that is. 17. You know what that is. Trouble. I got an eight, so I'm like, wow, that's a big stone man. <laughs> Good enough. Yeah, but what is, so, so I know that Beetle knows what it is. 
Oh, what is so it? throughout all of Waterdeep, there are these gigantic Titanic statues. They, uh, those, they do come alive to defend the city, but they've been dormant for decades. People have just ignored them. Some people have started to build on top of them because they figured they would just be silent forever. One of them just woke up. Aren't they supposed to be there to protect from dragons? They are supposed to be there to protect the city. Right, okay. And right. this one appears to not be. None of the other ones, you can see a couple of them. You can see the griffin, you can see the lady. They're not moving, just this one. And it's coming right towards you. So I I flew up, saw this guy, shouted on down. Um, I think he's going to be here in a round. It, it's reasonable two rounds, to assume, sorry, two rounds. Yeah, it's reasonable to assume Jarlaxle has done something to summon this thing because it just it would seem too coincidental yeah that that seems a little too coincidental um kwai knows he can't do anything about this magic stuff but that's something he can fight so he's gonna call down and he's gonna say i will hold it off as long as i can and he's gonna he's gonna (laughs) you're gonna by yourself as old as like by yourself He's freaking out. There's no sadness. There's like, yes, this is going to be awesome. This is what Kwai does is he charges headfirst into danger to protect his friends. And if this isn't danger, I don't know what is. And so, yeah, he's going to use all of his movement to get there. And he'll ready himself for when this thing intercepts him. You just start diving towards this creature. Outstanding. You punch right. that statue. The punch the heck right out of the, the face. Statue. The next one up is Zabi. Uh, so seeing this and seeing what happened and then hearing everything that's going on, I just turn my finger over to the cage and I go up. And I just pull the force cage 30 feet up into the air. Unfortunately, force cages cannot be moved. They are immobile. <gasps> so as you point to it and try and move it, it just doesn't move. Well, shit. <laughs> Uh, I don't, is old, I'm at a loss. Uh, I look to see the alleys to see where I can run that is not in direct path of, say, a foot. (laughs) There are lots of people now running and screaming and pouring out of buildings and out of the streets and running everywhere. There's uh, several alleys, right, left, in front of you, wherever you want to run. Okay, I'm going to, uh, actually what I'm going to do is I'm going to go... Okay. I look over to a uh, uh, one of the building, one of the tops, as low as it's 30 feet up into the air. I'm just going to and misty step up there. Nice. And then I'm going to run as far away from the street of where it's walking, but just so I have visual on what's going on. I'm not in stump stomp range. So you see Zabi take a step forward, vanish. And his next step just alights perfectly on the rooftop, and you're already running. You're running parallel to the creature right now, and if you keep running, you'll be out of its direct line. Okay, uh, I will promptly do that. Next one up is, uh, is it Kwai Zabi and then Fancy Boy, the fanciest of boys. Oh, the fanciest of boys! Uh, is that your official name? Is it really Fancy yes, Boy? Yes, yes, that's, that's what his parents <laughs> call him. Of course. His parents found an Aarakocra egg and raised it as their own and called him Fancy Boy, so that's his name. That is adorable. Um, and that's why he's so full of himself, because he had such wonderful parents who told of him course. how wonderful he was. Yeah, um, he was one of those kids that always got the ribbons, always told he was yes, a winner, right? Yeah. yeah, Yeah. but even if it was nothing, it was just like, oh, you went to the bathroom today. Good job, Fancy Boy. It wasn't <laughs> carpet. Um, so Fancy Boy will see this statue and just be like, oh, no. And I definitely would like to get out of the way. 
it is still a couple rounds away, so you're good. You can easily do that. Uh, my hand, though, is still active through concentration. And if I could wait for this statue to come close enough, and I would like to put the hand against its foot to trip it. Absolutely. So I would say next round, it'll be close enough for you to grab it. Yes. Okay. So I will move myself out of the way and then then prepare my Bigby's hand to trip this, maybe just like hot footed or something. To get Are it you to taking to the air? <laughs> yeah, I will take to Perfect. the air. Perfect. Perfect. All right. You are in yeah. the air and my be- ready. My beautiful wings flap into the into the blue sky above. Join me, brother. Prepare. Excellent. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> Who is left around Jaraxel right now? Just me. <laughs> and, and Beetle as well, right? Jaraxel kind of turns, and this woman has like fallen before him, so he just kind of steps over her and looks at you and says, you know your doom. You can't possibly survive any of this. I would just give up and walk away. Uh, she she moves her staff and plants it down on the ground. <laughs> Try it. <laughs> a brave one. I love the brave ones. And that's all of his action. He's just making me feel terrified. That's a good action. Jaraxel will vamp on any action he can. Isolde, up. Okay. Um, and now <laughs> he's like there and it's just me and I can't fly and I'm like hmm awesome okay uh let's go ahead and see if we can this force cage is clearly a problem it's a really neat spell because it's normally made to contain people but if you cast it around yourself it's pretty much invulnerable (laughs) yep yep um let's go ahead and see if I can try this because I can see him. Oh, yeah. Totally. Okay. I'm going to try and banish him. Ooh. ooh, ooh hang on. So ooh, I'm going to grab ooh, my ooh. staff with two hands and swing it towards him and say, you're not meant to be here right now. Oh, that's good. Okay. Let me just check one thing here. That's and... going to take a check of the DM. Oh, yeah. What is the save? I've been going over that wording like like immaculately. <laughs> Actually, I am sorry. Uh, That is not going to work, and let me tell you why. Force Cage, an immovable, invisible, cube-shaped prison composed of magical force, brings into existence. However, no magical energy and no force can enter into it or out of it. There is no way for that to work. So you swing your staff, and you feel this resistance, this clang like a gong inside your head, and there's just this deadness that you cannot beat through. Damn. All right. Uh, that was a good thought, well, though. Well, then, I I am out. I'm going to use my uh, bonus action to face step up 30 feet onto a roof to my left. So you appear pretty much directly where Zabi vanished, and you're seeing Zabi run down the run down the street parallel with this creature. Yeah, I'm like, okay, okay, and I'm staring up at the sky. I'm like, really, really, this. Then we are back to Beetle. This is a very complicated adventure. (laughs) I'm going to step out of the coach. Okay. I'm not fighting some big giant shield knight. Before I do that, I have a. Can I do an investigation check? I want to see if there's like a. Is there like a, a manhole or some kind of sewer thing here? What I want to do is I now possess things of his yeah. that I don't want 
possess. I don't want to get caught with them. Yeah. So I'd like to like take and like stuff them into something that's secure and safe. Hell yeah. There's like a little sewer grate right off to the side. You can easily pry that open. You're the best DM I've ever seen in my life. Thank you so much for allowing me to that. I'm gonna grab all the things that you pilfered. And I the thing is about that, um, that letter I think is really important. So I'm gonna do the best I can to look over it again one more time. And then I'm gonna take all that stuff and I'm gonna stow it there and I'm gonna wait for this for this carriage to take off again. Okay, well, the carriage is destroyed. It's just a force cage just sitting there on the floor. So the oh, carriage so is the carriage ripped is open and nothing. The carriage is never moving again? It's splinters. And the horses are either broken or run off. So there is no way he's moving. He's just trapped in that cage. But you can easily store everything. Easily. Well, I'll store everything. And roll me an intelligence to see how much of that map you can memorize. How much of those notes you could memorize. 15. Yeah. You got pretty much a good idea. A bunch of squiggly lines. Not so sure about the wording. The rest of it's locked in. Okay, so uh, look, I, I misunderstood. I thought the carriage was going to take off. The carriage is going to take off. I'm going to change my action to be on my own. No problem. So I'm going to, instead of that, I'm going to cast fly. I have these items, and I'm invisible, and I'm flying and getting the hell out. You take off into the air along with the other two, Era Crocker. Where are you going? I am going to fly the opposite direction of the flying birds. Okay. <laughs> if I'm going to be anywhere, I'm going to be behind this shield knight and I'm going to be behind this wizard who's about to come out and start casting things. Yeah. I am a coward and a lowly scum. Nothing to do with bravery, but I have nothing to do with like sort of protecting that So I'm going to fly up and I'm directly going to be flying towards the, sh um, the shield knight and we'll be going around him, yes? I'll be going up high out of his reach and around him in the next round. Excellent. So one Aarakrocker is diving towards it, one invisible person is soaring behind, and another Aarakrocker is simply taken to the air. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, Kwai, you're up. Okay, I see the hand getting ready to do a Three Stooges maneuver, and I'm all about that. So I would like to uh, adjust my position so that I'm, I'm still in between the Honorable Knight and my friends, but like just behind the hand. So hopefully totally. the hand can do its thing. And then as soon as that, that knight is going down, I'm on top of it. But I'm still going to be out there like not really goading, but just being obvious. And I'll, yeah. I'll like, do I think this thing is going to get to the hand? <laughs> it's definitely going to hit the hand this round. The hand is coming along the ground and it's just stomping through houses. Perfect. So I'd like to position myself so that as this thing is coming down, I can I can engage and attack it. So I'll hold my action. Um, I will look it in the eyes and, and, and I will say as, as he's waiting, he'll say, you are honorable. You are here to protect everyone. Stand down or be taken down. There seems to be a nothingness within the statue. It is very much a thing. It is a moving thing, but there is no humanity. There is no soul there. It is just a walking form of destruction. It's all right. Sometimes Kwai says things just to say them. So, but yeah, he'll he'll keep an eye on the interposing hand and be prepared. So does Fancy Boy say things just to say them. <laughs> Zabi. So... So where I am now, I don't think 
uh, it is going to hit me, correct? I'm no, you've definitely run alongside, and it's definitely going to cross like behind you if it continues on the same straight path it's going, which is directly towards the Force Cage and Jaraxel. Gotcha. So I'm going to dip a little bit further out of the way in case it decides to, you know, just fake me out. So I'm just going to run a little bit more back, and then I'm going to point uh, up to the head, which is within 300 feet of me, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. I'm going to cast Ice Storm on its head. Excellent. Um, is so there a saving throw? There is. It is a dexterity saving throw, please. Spell save is DC 17. DC 17. Unfortunately, these statues roll with advantage against every single magical attack, and it moves with a swiftness you cannot believe. The ice storm forms around its head like a halo, and it ducks. It ducks, and it jukes off to the left. It suddenly moves in a human way. It's frightening. It's terrifying. Up until now, it was just lumbering, and now it's so alive and animated, and it's coming. And for the first time, you feel a soul within it. You see it glare towards you as if it was annoyed and your heart just skips a beat. Well, it still takes damage, so please hurt a little bit. <laughs> so take that. Uh, Roll for damage, please. So it's 2d8 bludgeoning damage and 4d6 cold damage. Okay, roll it up. Okay, uh, so the cold damage is going to be... I'm sorry, the bludgeoning damage is going to be 12. And the cold damage is going to be 12 as well. So it will be halved. The halo forms around it. Ice forms across its face and eyes and just kind of crackles off it. You see a couple little hairline cracks in the, in the stone, but it hasn't slowed down a bit. That's not good. Uh, so there's nothing else I can do than potentially <laughs> piss myself, but I'm going to hold it. <laughs> Excellent. Roll me a constitution. You're a professional. You are a professional. Oh. I peed myself. Oh, you peed no. yourself. It's unfortunate. It's a lot oh, going on, though. No yeah. one really noticed. It it's is. good. It is. I, I fell in a puddle. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I was washing my hands. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fancy boy. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and move my hand to try and trip this thing. Outstanding. So you get that hand there. It's not yeah. that hard. I, and it is an opposed strength, I assume? Yes. And my, my strength is a lot. Again, it's 26. Yeah, the statues is 30. Oh! That's going to be a 26. Oh, no. Mine's only an 18. <sighs> so oh, no. it slams into that hand. You feel a force like you have never felt before in your life, and the shockwave in your mind is staggering. I want you to roll concentration. Oh, no. How do you do that in 5A? Uh, so, I mean, that would just be a... It's a it's a constitution saving throw. A cost, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, roll it, me a constitution saving throw. It hits your hand and it shatters. It explodes oh no. into shards of magical energy. You fall to one knee and gasp. You can't <gasps> believe this has happened. It's never happened before. I clutch my pearls. And it hasn't even broken stride. <laughs> Anything else oh you want to do? God. No, I'm just clutching my pearls. <laughs> <laughs> then we're going to jump to Fancy Azul. Fancy Boy is just a golden girl, really. So it's fine. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. Which one? Which golden girl? I don't even remember their names. I just eat all of Blanche. them. Blanche. <laughs> Has to be Blanche. Blanche. It's yeah, always yeah. Blanche. He's just Blanche. Yeah. Oh, my little gay heart is broken, and you damn well believe it's Blanche. <laughs> yeah. okay, he's just bl he's just Blanche. Just, that's him. 
Perfect. Is old. All right, sweet. Um, I'm not. I'm not really sure what to do right now, but uh, you know something that I'll... you've seen this explosion. You've seen a sword go out. You've seen this thing be surrounded by frost and break through it. Nothing is stopping it. Oh yeah. Okay. Um. I guess. You know. You know what always works, even just a little bit. Some magic missiles would <laughs> yeah. shoot out uh, towards this thing and just be like, "Oh my god!" Uh, so let's do some magic missiles. You people are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Is nobody like? What are you doing? Why are you doing this? I literally, I look at all of their bodies and I immediately start to assess the things I'm going to steal. Yeah, from all that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ding, 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 We're doing ding. this because we're yep. heroes. We're doing this because my flaw is that there's no room for caution in a life lived to the fullest. So I've just got to, I got to hey, be there. I got to be know, there. This is the moment. Let's embrace it. This is our fate. Uh, yeah. That'll be 15 points of force damage. Describe how you cast Magic Missile. Uh, so I think, again, now I'm just, I'm looking at my bag of pins. That's usually like my component. And I'm just like... Oh, just throw some in there. Like, I'm just throwing handfuls. <laughs> I'm like, just, yeah, whatever. I'm, yeah, past, present, future, whatever is going to help right now. Uh, and just like a desperate, um, just shoots out of my hand, um, out of each fingertip. Your hair stands on end. Energy crackles through you. These bolts of force fly from you, fly directly towards the statue. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Just, you know, little teeny hits. A couple cracks, a couple little bits of dust. That thing isn't stopping. That was 14 points? Mm -hmm. Yep. After a while, we'll get our Megazord out, and then we'll fight. It's fine. I'm warming up. It's it's fine. We're waiting for our Transformer to come. Voltron is coming. While that is happening, Draxel just kind of cracks his shoulders, brushes his shoulders off a tad, leans back, takes a big deep breath, kneels down and picks the unconscious woman up and is just standing there. And that takes us back to Beetle. I laugh. I cackle as loud as I can. (laughs) Fools. I literally am like gobsmacked (laughs) that these knuckleheads are trying to stop a legendary creature with magic missiles. I... I will think, I literally can't think of anything funny. <laughs> oh no! Isolde somehow feels embarrassed. She doesn't know why, but she's like, somebody watching me? Yeah. I'm feeling personally attacked. <laughs> I am. Um, it is, I think it's hilarious. And at the point, at some point, I realized that I want to make money off of this song. But I can't figure out how to do the end. So I'm I'm literally going to Who's on the ground? Is any who's still on the ground? Uh, I'm, I'm on a building. Also on a building. I think it's just you. Yeah, literally you're the only one next to the cage right now. No, I I You're flying. Fly. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, no one's on the ground. Everyone's in the air. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. Um I am going to go higher to get a better advantage of this shield knight crushing people. Actually, you know what? That's Jarlax is sitting there, right? So here's what I do. Uh, here's what I do. Sorry, I got again for the second round in a row. I got to change my action. I got to go to the nearest. Um, I got to go to the top of the nearest building. I'm going to take that um, for no apparent reason. I don't know why I'm going to do this, but I take 
that letter that I found and yeah. I'm going to shove it in the pipe of a building. Easily. Right? You soar up there. There's a bunch of chimneys, some little flaps. There's like a pigeon roost, you know? Right. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stuff that in the chimney and I'm going to double time down to Jarlax and I'm going to appear in front of it. Done. What do you say? I'm going to say to him, the way I see it is I have a letter that's very interesting that you are going to be interested in getting. So if I was you, I would take your shield knight and I would call him off. And you are going to go about your way after you pay me 1,000 gold. A thousand. Just a thousand. If, if you don't, I will make sure that that paper lands in the appropriate hands. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. Just a thousand. One thousand gold when I'm after a million. And you just see this rage form across his eyes. Your paper is old. It has led me to the keys. And he shows this pair of bagpipes and an unconscious woman and a key. It's kind of odd, actually. You're not quite sure what he's getting at. The keys are mine. They belong to me already. Show the paper to whoever you wish. Follow, if you dare. I have to admit, I like your style. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's still in the force cage, yeah? Yep, he's still in the force cage. I'll pull my, I'll now pull my hammer and wait. The way I see it, you got about 20 seconds left. The way I see it, it's all I will ever need. Shit. And we're going to jump from Beetle over to Kwai. All right. <laughs> I, I love your Jarlax, Lisa. Yeah, I was like, how gay and vampy can I be? And I was like, very. Yeah, so good. Brother, I want you to know, you got room to go. I wish I could convince Kwai to go talk to him for whatever reason, because I just want to hear him talk more. But all right. Kwai has watched the the hand fail that he was waiting on. He watched these magic missiles do very little damage. Uh, He sees this guy coming. It'll be at the force cage this round. Okay. He's going to put away his sun sword and he's going to pull out a jug. A little ceramic jug. God, I know what you're doing and I love it so much. Keep going. God damn it, Laura. He's going to whisper into that jug that's been with him for so many years and has provided him with with so much help over the years. He's going to go, mayonnaise. (laughs) And... Did you say mayonnaise? Kwai would like to fly. Mayonnaise. (laughs) She's using an alchemy jug to summon mayonnaise. I have an alchemy jug that can summon two gallons worth of mayonnaise. And other things. Per round. Yes. I would like to gauge the next footfall of this thing and make sure that wherever this foot is about to fall is covered in two gallons of mayonnaise. Roll me an intelligence. Two gallons of mayonnaise is way too much for any situation. (laughs) You never need. I would like to disagree. I think in this situation, it's exactly the right amount. (laughs) Just an intelligence check? Yeah. All right. Ooh, but... Oh, not to checks. I don't get to add the D4 to checks. Okay. Uh, That's a 19. Oh, yeah. You know exactly where that foot's going to fall. You judge the angle of the sun and the angle of the shadow, and you're like, right there. It's covered in mayonnaise. (laughs) 
Okay, you have splurted mayonnaise out all over the street. That's uh, what you have done. Yeah, Cheryl! pretty much. Yeah, when I add the sound effects, this is going to be unfortunate. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. I was going to make the sound effects, but now that's on you. Uh, yeah, all the mayonnaise everywhere. I'm going to wait and see if he'll step there and if he'll slip. And and I'm if I got to wait there, that's fine. If I got to move, that's fine. But I'm two gallons of mayonnaise done. So you've thrown your wings open, you've hovered in midair, and you've covered the floor in mayonnaise. Well done. Excellent. <laughs> is Kawhi doing anything else? Well, that's, I think, his action. Is that's it, all that? It's all really right. all that he can do. He's so done quite yeah. enough. <laughs> he has done the best mayonnaise he can. Zabi, you're up. It's I delicious. am so glad, at least, in this game, there weren't two tabaxi eating two gallons <laughs> no. of mayonnaise on a boat in Chult oh, no. for a week. <laughs> They had mayo weight and everything. It was gross. God, cats really no. shouldn't eat mayonnaise. <laughs> no, That's no, a bad, bad move. Listen, no uh, one should eat mayonnaise. <laughs> no, but cats especially should not eat mayonnaise. Uh, so, with everything else that went on, including the pew-pews from, uh, from his old, is it still looking at me? Is is the statue? Yes. No, the statue kind of gave you a glare, and then you could hear this like 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 the sound of a stone door creaking as it turned its head back towards the force cage and continued forward. Got it. Okay. Well, now that I feel like it's not going to personally attack me, like a dwarf companion of ours did, uh, I am going to. Oh, that that'd be bad. I'm not going to do that. That'd be really bad. Uh, How could it get worse? Well, do you have it, any eggs? We could make an egg salad. No, well, on, if, on if the, immolation the caused this thing to catch on fire, I don't want a big fiery statue. No, that would be very bad. Be yes, bad. you're right. That would be worse. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I retract the question. <laughs> <laughs> what I am going to do is: is there anything in range of me? Uh, and when I say in range, I mean within sixty feet. That would be approximately a thousand pounds that I could put in its way to try and stop it. There's a nice big wagon full of watermelons. Oh yes. no! Tess's watermelons! Yes. No. My cabbages! So, what I'm gonna do <laughs> is I'm going to take the cart of watermelons and I'm going to start shoving it upwards 30 feet per turn to try and get it into the eyes of this statue. All right. Hang on one second. <laughs> the, old, the old woman wrote a natural 20. And is hanging no. on as you throw the cart no. into the air. Oh, no. Now, so there's now an old woman clinging to the cart 30 feet in the air. Oh, now, no. just as a curious question of how you DM, with this, even though it's a natural 20, I still need to roll an opposed check. Oh, sure. Go ahead. Okay. No. Okay. Just, nope. just no. She's clinging on to the edge of it. My watermelon. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, I'm still trying it though. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I'm just trying to pull it up. Oh, no. And her little feet are kicking yep. and she's clinging on to it. But one pinky lets <laughs> loose. Soon. <laughs> All right, after zombie, it is it's gonna be fancy boy. Alright, I watch this unfold and I'm just like tragedy. Boom. Other pinky goes loose. <gasps> <laughs> oh my gosh, can I roll like a like an arcana check to think uh, see if there's some way to like stop this thing stop the cart or stop the statue a statue yep absolutely go ahead and roll because i I figure it's some kind of construct so so that's an 18 
What you know is that the head of the Blackstaff mages, the one who holds the Blackstaff, is the one in Waterdeep who activates these statues. Right, so that's Vajra. That is Vajra, correct. So I know this. Do I? I'm sure I do. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to be like, oh, I must go find Lady Vajra. She must stop the statue or unless she needed to do it. I don't know. I'm just going to go find her. (laughs) Blackstaff Tower is probably one round to your right. You could fly directly there. That's where I'm going. Excellent. You're soaring directly towards Blackstaff. You'll be there next round. Perfect. All right. And I'm just like talking to myself like, oh, no. You just hear all these dramatic, like hyperbolic comments. Flourishes as you're flying through the air. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. All right. Jaraxxel is still looking directly at. Is there anyone in front of Jaraxxel right right, right now? Who can he see? I am. Right. I thought so. All right. So, Beetle, you're right in front of him. I've noticed that you like things. Would you like many things? Indeed, I love things. That's the only reason I'm here. I am annoyed by these people. They bother me. They vex me. How would you like to handle that for me? You said something about a million dragons? One million (laughs) dragons. I can give you a quarter. I can afford it. 250,000 gold. Just dispatch with these heroes. Sure. You got it. Which one do you want to go first? I'm going to vamp. I'm going to vamp until I can... Um, until we can sort of get to the, 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 uh, the end of this force thing. You tell me which one. I've always wanted a master. For me, I've always been kind of an independent contractor, but if I could just find somebody to work with, to work for, I'd really appreciate it. You know, dealer's choice. Pick whichever one you want. Just kill them. Make sure it's painful. Easy, easy. I'll take, I'll take the flying bird thing. I hate flying birds. Outstanding. I'm glad we have a deal. And he puts his hand up against the force cage and the energy kind of crackles for a moment. Do you need to roll, like, <laughs> opposed vamp checks for this? <laughs> you, know what? you know what? Go ahead and roll performance, Beetle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is for me, performance? Oh, yeah. Don't vamp a vamper. Um, that's a four. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Really okay. Drunk. I was really drunk before this whole thing started. <laughs> so he's like... Tackling and laughing at the same time. That is unfortunate. Well, he's like, mm, yes, quite. I believe you. I fully believe you. You do. I've always wanted. You just, I love your hat. It's real Mmm. It is the fanciest of hats. I think we'll be friends. Good friends. 250. I'm in. Outstanding. I am so very pleased. Do I have a sense? Can I sense his motive? Can yeah, I get a hell yeah, you can. He is obvious as fuck. I'm old and 19. He is bullshitting you. He is the just, he is just, just sending you just bitch energy. You know he's just <laughs> oh bullshitting God. you the whole time. How, how far away is the shield at night? It will be here this round. I fly off. Excellent. I, damn it. I knew you were telling me the truth. I fly off. I take off. Bye, darling. Bye. Such a pleasure. 
So the statue's foot slams down on the mayonnaise. Oh, and it rolled a two. Its foot goes straight oh, out no. from under it. It yes. stumbles to the side. It's definitely going to fall. Unfortunately, it's going to collapse on a group of kids. There's six kids and let's say whatever is equivalent of a water oh deep nun. Chris Perkins, what did you do through the to street. come here? They're singing. They're singing and skipping. They're having a beautiful day. One of them has a pinwheel and they're just enjoying their day. The statue's going to collapse on all of them. What are you doing? Monster. I know, right? Okay. Um, six kids. So I was hoping it would go backwards or forwards, but it's going to the side. Yeah, because the foot kind of slipped and it kind of slid to the side. Yep. Okay. Uh, do I think I could, at the last second, like barrel into this thing and change its trajectory just enough? It's way too big. Okay. You could get to the kids. I could get. I could get to the kids, but there's six of them and a nun. There's six of them and a nun, or a water deep equivalent nun. <laughs> there's no, there's no. six of them and a and a and a penguin. Okay. Yeah. I'm... Six of them and a follower of Helm. She's like in very very gray and very very. You know, if she could be ringing a bell, shouting shame, that's what she'd be doing right now. I I only have two talons, but I got big wings. I would like to just barrel into the entire group like a bowling ball into pins and just like, I'm not even trying to really grab any of them. I just want to scoop them and push them out of the way. Just kind of sweep them out of the way. Pretty much. I would would like you to roll in athletics. That's a bad idea. Okay. Uh, In athletics. Do I get the D4 on 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 checks? Hell yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. So that's useful. Uh, 8 plus 12. That's a 13. Okay. You dive down, and you are so low to the ground and so fast that the dust is kicking up around you. Rocks are striking you in the face. You're actually hitting other people with the tips of your wings, but you don't care. you got to save those kids. And you get to them. You envelop them in feathers and flesh and talons. You slam into them. You feel them gasp and cry out but you know it's going to be okay and you soar past but it comes down on your leg okay all right i'm sure it's fine guys it's it's a statue on my leg it's fine you take 28 points of damage as it crashes down on your back leg you let go the children and the nun roll in front of you they're fine they're fine but you're an incredible pain. Okay, that's all right. I don't need. A, I don't need a leg to fly. You're that's also fine. pinned under the statue. That's worse. Okay. Zabi. Okay. Ow. Okay. Um. Well, now that it's fallen over, uh, I am going to continue my quest, and I'm going to yank that cart out. Uh, I'm going to take the cart. I'm going to try and pull it. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and smash the watermelons in the statue's face so it doesn't know what's going on. (laughs) Okay, excellent. Excellent. So you just kind of like dump (laughs) the Uh, watermelons onto the cart? Yeah, from from up high so that watermelons come down, they splatter and go all in the eye sockets. Okay, okay. Watermelon cart lady rolled a 19. So you flip this cart over, and she kind of like Ninja Warrior kind of flips around and grabs onto it, and she's like, my melons! As they're just smashing down onto the creature's face, covering it in watermelon slime. So I'm glad that happened, and I'm glad she's holding on, because woman's safe. Solid. Yep. 
So well, so far she's still like forty feet in the air, but you know, safe is like a relative thing here. Is there anything else you're doing? I'm gonna position myself so that way I can also see the force cage. Uh, and also see the statue. I think the statue is a little bit in sight. The statue's easy to see. You've yeah. still got a clear view, so you honestly don't have to move at all. Yeah, so I'm just going to be looking back and forth, and I'm also just trying to keep an eye out for when Jarlaxle goes, because I got some potential plans. Fancy boy. I thought you were complimenting me for a second. <laughs> well, you are so fancy. But so, this is particular fancy boy. I'm on my way to uh, Lady Bajra's Blackstaff Tower. So you are just soaring towards it. It's this squat, like, three-story black tower, and she's at the top of it. You can oh. see her clutching her staff and trembling as you Whoa. approach. All right. Uh, that's some... Okay. Um, yeah, so Fancy Boy will see that and be like, she's clearly controlling the statue. What is happening? Oh, Lady Vajra, what, what, do you need help? As you sail over and your words cry out to her, you see her eyes snap open and you see a fear. You've never seen fear in her face before. And she just looks up at you as your hands are trembling. She says, I can't stop it. I cannot control it. Oh, no. And I just kind of like, fancy boy looks around, just like, Clacks, clacks his beak a bit, and he's like, well, that's bad. <laughs> it is my responsibility, and this is too dangerous. The, the city will crumble. The keys will be lost. I have no choice. And she closes her eyes again, and you hear a rumble. <gasps> uh, maybe break, I don't know, break the staff. Lady Vajra, tell me what to do. Not distracted. Distracted. I am sending you help. And you hear the beating of giant wings as a stone griffin takes into the air. The Honorable Knight is lying on the ground prostate and it reaches up this massive stone arm and clamps its hand around the force cage. Its fingers interlace along the energy and it just crackles as it forces it down and digs into the ground around him, forming like a secondary cage of fingers right on top of the force cage. I'm going to try and get down from this building and make my way over to Kwai, so I don't know how much... Can I do that in 30 feet? As the statue rolls over to grab the force cage, or to put its hand around the force cage, it lifts up from Kwai. So Kwai's foot talon right, has been free. Perfect. Freed. So I'm, I'm making my way over to Kwai, and maybe I'm, like, trying to look as small as possible moving through here, and I, like, pat you on the shoulder. I'm like, go get him. And then I'm going to cast some cure wounds upon you. He's going to look at his mangled foot and be like, I, I'm trying as best as I can. Uh... How, how strong you need it? How much are you down? Oh, let's say half my hit points might be gone. Oh, oh, I see. Okay, then we're going to go ahead and pop a cure wound. Thank you. 26 points. Ooh, I have toes That's, again. That's exactly what I did, yeah. All right, perfect. Is that all of your action? 
Uh, yes. Next so I got down off the building. Now I'm standing next to Kwai on the ground and healed. Just next to this gigantic thing. Beetle, you have seen this thing clamp around this force cage. You've seen someone be knocked out of the air. You've seen explosions, and then you hear a roar. And you see this gigantic stone griffin take to the air. You also notice several other regular griffins. The mounted cavalry has responded at this point and is diving in towards you. They'll be here within two rounds. Yes, my feathered brethren, <laughs> brethren, come to me. I don't, I don't want to metagame. It. I don't know that she said we should distract it. So fancy boy went off and got the distraction note. I didn't sure. get that. Several storefronts have been abandoned. There's just gold lying around to be taken. So Isol is on the ground. Yeah, tending to the era crocker that got pinned. Yeah. Yeah, has no ability to fly, and sees there's a bunch of things going on. I'm gonna swoop down and cast a fly on her. So I'll say, so I'll say to her, um, assuming that you're a, a she. So I'll say to you, in case you want to escape, which is probably a pretty damn good idea, here, and I'll cast fly. I was like, just so you know, you owe me, and I'll take off flying again. Oh my gosh, thank you getting the hell out of it. I'm going to get down, I think I'll fly up, and then as I'm flying up, I'm going to, like, stay, as I fly up, I'm going to fly behind this shield knight, and I'm going to boot, like, right on his back. So, he can't, if he turns around to look, he's never going to see me. So I'm going to just, like, cover right Yeah, you know what I mean? And having no idea what to do next, I'm just going to sit there and wait until something presents itself. This dwarf that you don't know and haven't seen before just swoops in as like, fly, yo, man, and just takes off. Fate works in mysterious ways, friends. <laughs> Who was that strange dwarf? I have no idea. I've seen you. What? <laughs> Thank you. This is crazy. All right, perfect. You're directly where you want to be. The next one up is going to be Kwai. All right, I I have a foot. I'm free. I'm gonna nod at the this dwarf that's just shown up and helped my friend. I'm gonna nod at my friend. I'm gonna pull back out my sun sword. I'm gonna say, the mayonnaise worked for once. I would like to fly over the, for once, for once. He's tried many times. Uh, he's gonna fly over the statue to the hand that is gripping the force cage. I want to start trying to shear off fingers. All right, excellent. Take a swig. I feel like the fingers might be the only thing he has a a chance of actually cutting into. Um, And I get the D4 on these attacks. And he's Mm -hmm. prone, so I would get them at advantage? Yes, you would. All right, I like that. So... So that'd be 27 versus AC? Oh, yeah, that's going to hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Not a ton, so it's 11, and because I'm using the sun sword, it is uh, radiant damage. You just slam into this creature's hand, and let's say you shear off the tip of a pinky. You just take a little bit of an edge off it, but you got through. All right, I'll I'll do it again. Uh, Second time, give me that pinky. Uh, All right, that's the same roll. 
It's the exact same roll. Uh, that is nine radiant damage. All right, so you crack it and you crack it. You've now basically taken it down to the nail. Okay. Because you've definitely done damage to it. And there's like this, all these like little magical boulders around it now. They're just sparkling with energy. Okay. Because I have hit it, uh, sure, why not? I'm going to try to stunning strike this thing. Okay. So when right. I hit with a melee weapon, I can spend a key point to make the target stun until the end of my next turn. So it's a constitution saving throw DC 15. Yeah, it's, um, it's actually it's immune to that, so no. Yeah, well, <laughs> Kwai knows that you, now. You feel the energy shatter through. I'm saying you're just punching it, right? You're just oh, like, <laughs> no, the, these are the swords. I haven't oh, unarmed nice. attack just yet. Nice. Yeah, it, I mean, you can feel your energy. You can feel your key. You can feel that power of your soul exit you. But it doesn't ring true. There's no, there's just resistance and nothing else. There's nothing in this thing but stone. I, I cackle in laughter. I laugh from the back. I think this is hilarious. What are you doing? <laughs> this is an ancient being designed to protect the entire city. Run, you idiot. And it is an honor to battle it. <laughs> Run, idiots. <laughs> There's just this drunk dwarf screaming at all of you, floating in the middle of the air. <laughs> um, as a bonus action, I will spend another key point, and I'll take patient defense because I'm still right next to this thing. That is a very smart move, and Zabi, you are up. Only smart thing Kawhi's going to do this game. <laughs> so something I did not get into is Zabi's backstory and how he looks. Okay. Is his rope is actually from a trainee set of ropes from Blackstaff Tower. Uh, Zabby trained as a child with Blackstaff's, like, you know, minions kind of a thing. Not minions, but, you know, the, the younger ones. And he went yeah, out. You know, he did the basics. Exactly. Right? And part of his, he got his training, first credits. part of his training is he goes out and tries to help people and to learn different magic across everywhere. Um, so he knows of Blackstaff Tower. Um, so. End of the statues, end of yes. how they're summoned. Absolutely. Yes. So. Did I see Fancy Boy go to the tower? Yes, and you would have known that was the, the direction he was going. Fantastic. Is it within uh, dimension door distance? Sure. Great. So I'm going to see that she went there. I hear the other griffin coming. I see the statue on the ground. I see Kwai going jump, 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 against a finger. I'm like, ah! and I just teleport, and I go right inside uh, standing next to uh, Fancy Boy in there. So they're on the top of the tower, and you just step out of a glowing blue door basically right next to Vajra, just as Lady Silverhand is ascending the stairs. I go, what is going on, and how do I stop it? Lady Silverhand barrels past you, just shoves right past you, and she points her fingers like, what have you done? And Vajra, I, I, I haven't done anything. I am summoning this creature to fight the other one. It is out of my control. And they're just going back and forth at each other. They clearly don't like each other. And the tension has brought it out in both of them. That's great. But there's a statue outside that's stomping. How do I stop it? I'm handling it. Vajra shouts back at you. And this giant stone griffin flies, just buzzes the tower next to you, and is heading directly towards the statue. Yes! Uh, uh, so I'm, I'm looking out the window, looking towards where the griffin is flying now. I look back at Fancy Boy and I go, carry me? You could actually try and jump on the griffin. 
you have to do it. Jump on the griffin! Jump on the griffin! Jump on the griffin! Aram, I would do like it. to. Uh, I would like to jump on the griffin. <laughs> yes! I would like you to roll an athletics check, my friend. Jump on the griffin! Jump on the griffin! Jump on the griffin! Uh, the athletics check is a seventeen. Yes. Hell yes! Describe your action. I teleport in, and I'm like, what's going on? I get pushed over, and as part of the being pushed over, I accidentally kind of tumble out the window, and I fall onto the griffin and grab on. I'm like, I guess this is the thing now, and I'm just flying towards wherever the griffin's taking me. Uh, You're now riding a stone griffin. It's your griffin now. He's yours. What do you name him? <laughs> I, well, I, I name him. I name him Falcor. And I, I put my hand up and I go, yeah! <laughs> Outstanding. That is exactly what you are doing. All right, this is Zabby's best day. After Zabby, it is Fancy Boy. All right, so I I see this and I'm just like, yes, go, small friend. Uh, seeing the two of them arguing is concerning me, but if 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 uh, if Bajra has told me that the statue is out of control, then I feel like we need to stop it regardless. So I'm going to say, I will stop it, I guess, and just take off flying towards it. It's near enough that you can be there in a round if you just dart right towards it. So what are you doing? All right. Um, they haven't given me any advice, so I'm just assuming. No, they're too busy yelling at each other. They really don't yes. like each other. Would a whole monster work on this? Roll me an arcana. Tw- a dirty 20. It's possible. Well, I'm just like... Well, we're screwed anyway, and I'm just going to try and cast a whole monster. What is the saving throw? Uh, wisdom 14. Gotcha, gotcha. You reach out, and you feel this creature larger, stronger, more powerful than you've ever felt. But you hold. <gasps> and as it lifts up, and as it's holding Jaraxel's fourth cage just before the fingers clench, you see it stop and hold still for a moment. Yes! And what else are you doing? I'm not <laughs> a hack! <laughs> I just like freeze and I just hold it. I'm just gonna concentrate, just not move. Just if I move, I'm like gonna mess it up. Beetle, I would like you to roll a perception. Uh, 22. As soon as the statue freezes, you notice on the back of its neck, right as it stands still, there's the tiniest red gem that's embedded right where its spine would be if it was real. Okay. And it's held right now? Yep. It's held solid. It's not moving at all. Okay. It's hard to see the red gem because I'm laughing so hard at what's happening. (laughs) Because, first of all, there's mail all (laughs) over the street. Second of all, we're doing magic missiles, and we're, like, sword fighting a huge, giant thing. But when this thing stops, and I see that red gem, I'm going to, um, I'm going to zip, I'm going to zip up to it. I'm going to pull out a dagger, and immediately, having no sense whatsoever, it's going to do anything other than (laughs) it's a big red um, gem. I'm going to try to fuck that thing off. Do you have some kind of like uh, sleight of hand or dexterity or do oh, you pick yeah. locks or? Oh yeah, I would like yeah. you to roll your highest, please. Oh great. Uh, I mean, I have an investigation, but you're not looking for investigation. You're looking for the action of. You're it. trying to pry this sucker out, yeah. Okay, good. So this, I'm gonna go plus seven, so it's a twenty-two. Yeah. You just dig your. What are you doing? A dagger? What are you doing here? 
Yeah, I'll pull a dagger out and I'll like whip around to make sure nobody sees me and I'll pull that bad boy out. You've got half of it. You pop these like little gold bands around it and half of that sucker is pried out and you hear this primal roar from inside the statue. One more round and you think you can get it free. Oh, I, I, I guess, dude, I double down. Yes, I, yeah. I, I continue on that action path. All right, excellent. Next next round, you'll, you'll be able to pop that out. After, uh, sorry, right before uh, right before Beetle Zabi went, right? I, uh, no, Fancy Boy, I think, went? Fancy Boy went. Um, Isolde, you're up. Okay, sweet. Well, now with my new sweet flying powers, I'm going to swing around and uh, tap my dear Aarakocca friend. Oh, my gosh. Kwai, Kwai. Remember the name by the end of this. Um, I'm going to tap Kwai with a death ward because I feel like this is probably where we're headed. You're, you've done this many, many, many times. Many, many times. My yeah. favorite spell. Yep. And I'm going to uh, zoom off into the air to look for my little dwarf friend. And uh, I'm going to, not sure what's going on with him, but I'm going to like touch my uh, my prayer beads around my neck. And I'm going to throw him uh, bonus action cure wounds. Because he doesn't look great, right. and I'm not sure why. Right. If it's the drunk, or he got hit by right. something, but <laughs> he doesn't look as well as he could. That's fair. <laughs> That's totally fair. Done. Um, okay, so he's gonna get 15. All right, perfect. Uh, I don't think he's injured, but fantastic. He feels rejuvenated. I think he got thrown off of. Oh, that's no, no, he didn't because he because because he, he got to have the uh, feather fall. Yeah, he's actually un, uninjured. But you know, what? let's say he's super healed. He feels. He fantastic. looks. He looks messed up, yeah. and so I'm like, maybe he's so no longer I, drunk. I threw, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I threw Beetle a cure wounds. Even though he didn't need it, because you're just so drunk. Because you, you, you looked you looked real ragged, so I wanted to return the favor. You're sober now, Beetle. <laughs> she literally cast you sober. <laughs> This is the worst. This is the worst adventure ever. <laughs> <laughs> it is now Jaraxel's turn, and Jaraxel is somewhere beneath this hand, and you can just see the hand begin to shake, and then the force cage vanish, and the hand close around him. Beetle, you're up. Oh, I just went, but I'm gonna pop the rest of that the bad boy off. I would like you to roll whatever you just rolled. Do it. Do it. Do I it. Thing twenty-two. You just pry it to the edge and it's hanging on by one little gold thread and then a hand comes back towards you. I need a dexterity save. Oh, this is my, this is my favorite. I rolled a 17, dude. It's not even close. 17? Yeah, so the hand clamps down and you dodge between the fingers and kind of like flip up. Describe your action. So I'm, I roll a 20, so I roll 17. I have seven, um, so I plus seven, so it's a 20. Plus. Nice. Um, so it comes to grab me. Yeah. I am, it's odd I'm a dwarf and yet so nimble. As I, as I got like a sixth sense, I see it. I actually just do like a quick little pirouette. And in that pirouette, I kind of like zoom through his fingers and come right out. And I immediately go right back to that gem. I gotta get that gem on. I like almost like snap and want to, and grab it. Outstanding. Next round, you get one more chance. That's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, you get one more, dude. Sorry. Ed, Kwai, you're up. Okay, so the force cage is gone. Do I see yes. Jarlaxle in this hand? 
Yes, you do, in fact. It's like it clamped around, and now it's kind of rising up, and he's being held. And Jaraxxel is just standing there, arms outstretched, glares right at you, and levels a pistol. Okay, well, I'm not too concerned because I've already caught one of his bullets. So I'm going to barrel. So wait, is is the the statue like gripping him like a fist or holding him like in his palm? So imagine it's like holding him in his palm, but its its fingers are kind of clamped around. It's also pushing itself up with the other hand. So it's starting to rise into the air. All right. Well, I've got all the movement in the world. I'm going to go and I'm going to swing it. Do I swing it to relaxel or... All right, yeah, I'm just going after this dude. I know he he dodged me before, but I'm gonna try again. So, in his face, <sighs> first attack. Even with, nope, no. that's a natural one. Oh, what's the next one? Let's see. Yeah, but I didn't think the bless is gonna help a natural one. Yep, all right, that's, that's a 28. So you swing, and you sink the sword deep. I would like you to roll damage. Okay. And uh, if I've actually hit him, I have something else I would like to do when I'm done with the damage. So first, we're going to do... Ooh, that was a good roll. Uh, 13 radiant damage. And I am going to... I'm going to flurry of blows. Is it flurry of blows? Yep. Yep. Hit him with everything. Yeah. Well, it's less about hitting him and more uh, he needs to... There we go. So I'm going to flurry of blows him. I'm going to do that first. So here goes one hand. So I'll take a picture of this as you want, but that's a natural 20. <laughs> I believe yes. you. Oh, I yes. 100% yes. believe you. I'm so excited. Okay. It's not going to be a ton of damage even beyond that. So that's my unarmed strike. Six, seven, eight. That's a 12. That's 12 bludgeoning damage. But uh, he needs to make a strength saving throw. DC 15. Which he fails. He gets pushed 15 feet off the hand. You strike him and strike him and strike him. He falls back. He stumbles. He loses grip of his pistol. And just at the last strike, his foot slips off the hand. And he begins to plummet to the ground. As that's happening, the griffin is soaring in to strike. I still have one more attack if that helps. Well, you can take that attack. However, because you rolled a natural one... When you land on the hand, you accidentally kick the unconscious woman, and she tumbles over the edge, falling to the ground. Oh. Oh, he, didn't drop, he didn't drop her on the hand? No, she's just been laying on it. But as Jaraxel falls, the hand goes to get him, and she just slips right out. Why am I always having to help people out of the way of the statue? All right, I will go after the woman. I would like you to roll a dexterity save. Because you have a beautiful bird heart. And, and yeah, yeah. I have one more strike on him. And I'm not going to try to, like, like, I know I'm not incredibly strong, so what I'm trying to do is catch her and basically be her feather fall. 15, 19. You said uh, dexterity save? Yep. Uh, That's a 28. As she's sliding and you just leap off the hand and dive straight down towards her as her arms are flailing out and you catch her and you stop her just 
before she hits the ground and you alight. After Kwai, it's going to be Zabby. Uh, the griffin is flying in, right? Correct. Does the griffin do anything before I do? No, it'll get there right afterwards. Okay, so Dralaxel's just kind of laying there, right? Well, Dralaxel's falling. He's actually falling through the air right now. Awesome. <laughs> um, how far is he plummeting? Uh, he's going to plummet about 60 feet. I'm fast enough that I, I Sparta kicked him off the hand and then flew past him to save the lady. <laughs> I'm going to wait until he hits the ground. And as soon as he does, I'm holding my action of immolation to just, you know, set his ass on fire. Fair enough. Set fire to the corpse. That sounds great. All right. Is that all of your action? Uh, yeah, that action will be done when he hits the ground. So, yes. Right. Perfect. Fancy boy. You know, I'm going to try and cast my hand again. Thank you. Yeah. I was just handed it. What are you going to try and do with it? <laughs> it's apparently summon a pizza. Yeah, I, a, I would like to summon a pizza, please. It's Lady Bajra, God, give I'd me like that pizza. spell. Give me the spell that lets me summon a pizza. Right? Um, I want to try the same thing. I want to try and, and and trip it. So he's like getting, the statue is kind of pressing itself up, so it's on its knees oh, and so one hand I, up. So could I try and hold the hand? Hell yes, you can. So is it opposed strength? Right, yeah. What Beat a 23. So this All is a 28. Right. So yes. you, it like lifts up, nice. this hand clamps down over its shoulder and just presses it down and it cannot move. Excellent. Yes. Perfect. All right. Then I, we're, we're going to jump to the drow. As you, as you clamp down and hold it and it can't move, you see this griffin, this giant stone griffin wings out, claws out, and it's going to land on this thing's back. Isolde and Beetle, you both have one move before it does. Isolde, go first. Okay. Uh, so do I see Beetle fiddling with a gem on the back of its neck? No! No way! <laughs> no, you can't see it. <laughs> I mean... It's a, it's, a, it's a giant plane of white. Okay. What are you uh, doing? Of course right. you're going to be I, I'm not sure what this guy is doing, but clearly he's here by providence, so I want to help him out. I'm going to I'm gonna cast Sanctuary on him, so uh, he's going to be protected as he does this, and then I'm going to fly the hell back. <laughs> All right, Beetle, there's a giant statue beneath you trembling with energy. There's a huge magical hand that has appeared on the shoulder. Just to your left, there is this giant stone griffin that is going to land upon you, and you've got this gem out by a fraction of an inch. What are you doing? I take off with it. Wait, I pull the the gem out. Yep. Does does the shield might stop? Roll one more little dexterity thing or whatever you were doing. Just one more for me. Damn you, man! You got this. Roll a 16. So that's a 23. You pry that last gold hook off, and the gem pops away in your hand. It is trembling with power. Your entire arm shakes. And then you realize 
everything is shaking. The entire colossal creature is just trembling and cracks are beginning to form on its side. And then you hear a roar as the stone griffin sweeps in, claws open, and slams into its back, shattering it into thousands of huge pieces as you go tumbling off it. I would like a dexterity save. That's a landmark that we've destroyed. No, we. Yeah. <laughs> Beetle destroyed this. I feel like I've changed the um, topography of the city forever. It's a little bit of mending. Some super glue. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> so you want a dex save? That was a. Um, I rolled a 16. Nice. Okay, so you are able to basically kind of ride this debris down. You take some damage as you slam to the ground. I'm flying. Oh, I'm, I'm still, sorry. I'm still... This thing crumbles beneath you. Like the ground just gives away, and you're simply hovering in air as giant boulders crash to the ground around you. There's a rumble, a crackling, and thunder seems to explode from it. And then silence. And you see Jaraxel on the ground, pinned yes. and bloodied and unmoving. Yeah. It's your turn, buddy. <laughs> unmoving because he's unconscious? Because I was holding this particular spell. He seems unconscious. He mm. seems to just be completely out, bloodied, fractured, and just broken. I'm still holding it just in case. I'm like, eh, maybe. He's play- maybe he's playing dead. As you do, Lady Silverhand, she just appears in, an, in another blue door. And she turns to you all, and she nods. You have done well, but the keys cannot leave here. And she draws her sword. You must now stop, and I will take care of this. Lady Silverhand, no! Keys. She marches towards Jaraxel, grabs him by the back of the hair, and lifts his head. You will never threaten this city again and takes oh. his throat. Ooh. What? Woof. Oh. He cuts his throat? Takes his throat. He's a named his hair NPC. Back down and begins to search his body for keys. There are griffin riders landing. There are soldiers approaching. The entire scene is covered with people at this point. And she turns to the rest of you with drow blood caking her normally beautiful, clean silver robes. What has been done has been done out of necessity. I trust you all will understand that. I mean, I guess. Um, Where's the black staff? The, as, as you would say that, Lady uh, Vajra would appear. The griffin has now, like, landed and, like, ripped along the street and folded its wings in and just frozen in the middle of the street. This seems unconscionable. He was at your mercy. You could have taken him prisoner. He has escaped before many times. He has returned before many times. This threat was too much. I have dealt with it. And your service is no longer needed. As the symbol of law and order for the city of Waterdeep, I don't think 
we can conscionably stand by as you take justice into your own hands as you have just done. I am the open lord. My word is law. This is not law. This is tyranny. This is what needs to be done to protect a city. There are many things that need to be done to protect a city. If I had let those keys escape, if I had let that money into the system, it would have crashed our city. There are many things that are needed to protect one that you do not understand. I appreciate your service. You are no longer needed. You said that before. I'm going I'm to look around. Yeah. I think so. She has gone through his body to find keys. Well, she's correct? yeah. She's looking through his body. There's like a pair of bagpipes. Uh, the woman sure. has been and lowered the woman, to the ground. Right? Yeah. So I think that the the bagpipe. I, I think that she's got the wrong idea of who the keys are. I, I mean, she has like because he said something about the bagpipe and the woman. Totally. So, I'm gonna say to her, let me take the woman and the bagpipes. At least give me some pay for the work I've done here today. She turns to you and there is just rage in her face. How dare you? Roll perception. 75. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'll take it. Her face shifts and for a moment, her two eyes merge into (gasps) a single eye. Her face is twisted with rage. It warps and teeth seem to jut out from her jaw. And then you can see wounds, blood, and open cuts. She is heavily wounded and broken before you. As this is happening, a soldier runs up, also wounded, barely able to hold himself up. And several of you recognize him as a member of Force Grey. That is not the open lord. That is the Xanathar. I attack. Oh, I yeah. Attack. Roll to hit. Yeah. Um, so I'm casting. Um, so I'm going to cast a, uh, um, a, a phantasmal force. Um, and I'm going to cast the... Uh, illusion that he is in a force cage. Awesome. Uh, What's the saving throw on that? Uh, 14 intelligence. Unfortunately, he blows right through that, but as you cast it, there's a ripple and her flesh cracks and eye stalks burst out of it and from it, this beholder emerges. How dare you even begin to strike me? Yeah, I'll just scream out, it's a trap! <laughs> Attack! And I'm just like, did I just have some shit spoiled for me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> After Beetle, it's Kwai. What are you doing? All right, Kwai was already not too happy with this woman, and now he sees that it's a beholder, and so... What's Kawhi done in every situation like this? Charge straight into danger. He's going to charge right at the boulder and attack it. Roll to hit. All right. Uh, first hit with the sun blade. That's, uh, that's a 29. Mm-hmm. That's definitely going to hit. That's going to do uh, nine radiant damage. Here comes second hit. 
Ooh, yeah, that's I rolled a 19 plus uh, 20, 30, that's a 32. So describe how you do this. How I do what? How you do this attack. Oh. What do you do? All right, uh, Kwai has encountered a beholder before and is very well aware of how dangerous they are. And so he is going straight for lopping off stalks. And so the first right. one, I, I don't know if he can actually get through any of them, but that's what he's going to try to do. As you get closer, you realize the beholder's damaged. They, the Xanathar has taken as much damage as the form it was in has taken. You sink right through three of these eye stalks, lopping them straight off, and then sink your blade into its back and land on it and kind of slam its face right into the ground. Is it still alive? Yep, but it is barely badly wounded. Yeah, uh, so, uh, I'm gonna, uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit it again. Nope, I, I've got flurry of blows. I'm, it's on the ground. I get it. I, I'm gonna go again. Uh, flurry of blows. Uh, 13, 16, uh, 27. You've almost killed it. It's just creeping along the ground. Its teeth are pulling it. Its eye stalks are flailing. Blood is gushing from it. It's just barely alive. Okay. Uh, I'm going to hit it with my last strike. Hit it. <laughs> That's a natural one. <laughs> oh, no. You go to strike, but you slip on the blood, and you fall directly in front of its main eye. All of your magic is now neglig- is now just gone. My All of your magic has been suppressed. Which is just the sunblade, which now just turns back into a hilt. After quiet Zabi. <sighs> All right. Well, one, I helped write this, and I'm, like, <laughs> losing my mind. Uh... <laughs> All right. So, did you say Vajra's around? Vajra is, uh, yes, she has poured it in as well. So, she's just a couple feet off to the right. Let's say she's 50 feet off to the right, and she's going in at a five. Does she? Does it look like she is looking to kill this She's thing? stunned. She's absolutely shocked. I mean, she is. she's not quite comprehended what's happening. Uh, I'm quickly going to go, Vajra, should I kill the Xanathar? Yes. Good. I finish my telekinesis, lift one of the pieces of the statue, and oh, drop it on him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Roll to one. So there's just this moment where the thing rises to its, well, you can't say its feet, but it just rises up in the air. Broken eye stalks, slit eye stalks, blood rushing down its eye and rage in its teeth. And then wham and silence as it's done. In the aftermath, you all find out that the Xanathar had planned this a long time ago with Jaraxel. There's a lot of interviews. There's a lot of people taking off to the side. You finally do find Lady Silverhand trapped deep, deep beneath Under Mountain, and you free her as well. And eventually the city is restored. The griffin is returned to its perch. The pieces of the walking knight took many, many months to remove, but... After some time, you return Waterdeep to what it belongs to be. And you've saved it. And are, saved the city. Are we heroes? Yeah. You are heroes. Every last one. I want to be a hero. I want to be a Well, a hero also comes with 2,000 gold each. 2,000 gold. I've never well, seen that much money. 
2,000 gold, you all get a residence within Waterdeep, and it's got stables and a couple nice horses. Gifts for all for your bravery and honor. <laughs> that is... Huzzah! Wait. Outstanding. You wait, wait, wait. commission a song you... sing a bass <laughs> in the local pubs. <laughs> you get... Wait, wait, hold on. You get gold and, and gifts in D&D? Yeah, gold and a house and horses and the people. In fact, they throw you all a parade. There's big paper mache Aracrocra. In fact, the kids are now like Aracrocra. We're not known as much in the like zeitgeist of this uh, city, but there's kids running around with wings. People wanting to be like Aracrocra. They're considered the heroes of the city now. And you guys have managed to save it. So I want to do one last thing before we cut <laughs> off. I just want you to each go around. I want you to say your name, say who you were playing, and what race and class they they were. And uh, Matt, let's start with you. Yeah, my name is Matthew Lillard. I was playing Beetle. Um, he is a, uh, a dwarven a magic user thief. Um, and I've played him for, I created him 20 years ago. So it's fun to play him again. And Matt, what are you doing right now? Um, so I'm, uh, so my professional, my day job is I'm an actor and I'm on a show called, um, Good Girls on NBC. And then me and my four best friends three months ago at the Stream of Many Eyes started a company called Beetle and Grimm's. Um, we are a, uh, a luxury brand for Dungeons and Dragons. We're creating an all-inclusive boxed edition of Waterdeep Dragon Heist. Um, that is for pre-sale now and available, and there's only a thousand of them made, so you can check it out at beetleandgrims.com. And I have one of those uh, half moon coins, and I guard <laughs> it like it's the ring. <laughs> it is my precious, I, precious item. Josh, awesome. uh, give me your name, who you were playing, and what you're doing right now. Sure. Uh, my name is Josh Perot. I was playing uh, Zabito Zabby Merkel. Uh, he's an abjuration wizard, gnome. Uh, I am the DM for Taking Initiative. Uh, it is a 5e actual play podcast. Uh, I'm also the co-planner and co-writer for this event, even though I was just thrown right off the rails. I don't even know what to think. Uh, outside of the podcast, I'm an uh, online editor for TV and film post-production uh, for currently Blue Bloods and The Purge TV show, which will be airing uh, would have aired by now. Um, but that's me. Excellent. Holly, uh, would you just uh, say who you are who you, and who you were playing and what you're up to? Yes, hello. Uh, I am Holly Conrad. I am Commander Holly on the internet. Uh, I was playing Fancy Boy, uh, who I made for a game uh, with my friend Eric, who had DM'd an amazing game uh, with Fancy Boy. And I, I fell in love with that character because he's just wonderful and absurd. But uh, normally I play on Tuesdays on Dice Camera Action. Uh, with uh, Chris Perkins, who is my DM, who tortures us constantly in the best way. And uh, I'm usually streaming on uh, twitch.tv slash Commander Holly, and that's pretty much uh, all I do. So, yeah, it's a good time. I'm just an internet clown. Come hang out. (laughs) (laughs) The Mighty Kwai. Describe yourself and what you're doing and who you are. Sorry. It's all right. I can do all that. My name is Lauren Urban. I often go by Obocrazy Online, and I was Kwai, the Aarakocra monk. And you can usually find me online DMing a podcast called Dungeon Drunks, which comes out every Monday. And we are, (laughs) we do live games for charity and we have lots of fun. You can also find me in September starting up as another Aarakocra in a game on Thursday mornings called Demon Plague, which is going to be coming out both as a live stream and as a podcast. 
I also uh, work for Wizards of the Coast doing Twitch moderation. And when I'm not doing all this D&D stuff, I am a professional musician. And you can find me in the Pacific Northwest playing oboe wherever someone will have me. I honestly don't know if any time at all. And I don't. Celise, could could you say who you are, describe your character, and tell us what you're doing? Yeah. Hi, everybody. My name is Celeste Conowich. Today, I have... Sorry, Celeste. I'm so... I am so sorry. Celeste, could you please tell us what you're doing? Go ahead. Sure thing. I'll just start that over again. Hi, everybody. My name is Celeste Conowich. Today, I was playing Isolde Tristane, the Eladrin uh, Cleric of Fate for you all. You can usually find me over on the actual play podcast, Venture Maidens, where I am the DM for an all-female and non-binary cast of folks. Uh, So check us out there. Uh, We stream every Wednesday. So check us out, the Venture Maidens, on Twitch. And my name is Aram Vartian. I am the Dungeon Master and creator of God's Fall. To find out more about that, head over to godsfall.com. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time in Waterdeep. <laughs>